45 Radio and Pound Podcast. I'm your host, Scotty Jr. And with me, safe from being bought out by Horizon, is the CEO of J Concepts, Jason Rona. How we doing, Gotti? Pretty, pretty good. Yeah. That's right. I got my shirt on here. You got me. Oh, yeah. The only nice shirt on. I I did not even notice. (laughs) You're going to have to stand up there and show everybody the L.A. night. Yeah. One at the back up here a little bit. Jason's a big. Look, I got him back. I, I got him watching wrestling now. Look at that. L.A. night. Money in the bank tomorrow. And, uh, Honestly, I, yeah, I haven't watched favorite. anything other than the YouTube clips that you turned <laughs> turned me on to uh, watching the uh, him doing some trash talk. So we had a lot of fun with it the last week. <laughs> you know, you like the character though. Yeah, we had a lot of fun with it in the chat, and it's uh, kind of a combination of a few old characters. It right. kind of feels like. A little uh, retro-ish of a personality. So, yeah, we had some fun with it a lot this week. And <clears throat> we were kind of kind of giving Kirby a hard time about it. <laughs> yeah, I thought he was going to really get into us on that. But So, yeah. Uh Saturday, Jason, are you going to watch uh, the Money in the Bank on Saturday? It's at 3 p.m. Is, uh, 3 p.m.? 3 p.m. Because they're in London. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. You got to remind me. Do I have to buy the network again or something? Uh, No. Well, you have the Peacock app already, right? I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I'll have to give you my username and password. <clears throat> yeah, I, I don't. I honestly don't know. Like, Yeah. I think we have Peacock because I think we were watching uh, The Office. Mm. We were watching the, the Office on there. Oh, okay. Well, there I, you go. And I think that I think that's where it was. So, so if 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 we do have that, you just go on there and you should be able to watch it. Yeah. Okay. You go under a little section that says WWE. Click on that, and then it'll be boom. Okay. Actually, you probably won't have to click on it. As soon as you log into Peacock, it'll be the first thing you see tomorrow. Yep. So, and Keep LA Knight's a big favor to win the money in the bank. So let's go. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, I, when you had me watching some of that, those video clips, and then I went off on my own tangent watching a few. And when you read the comments, it's amazing how much support the guy has. And <laughs> so, yeah, you, like you said, it'll be interesting to see how they decide to set that yeah. up because it's, he obviously has a lot of. Uh, a lot of good momentum. Yeah. Yeah, Key and White, No Name RC Podcast. Checking in. He can't get Peacock where he's at. Interesting. Wow. Okay. So no money in the bank for him. I've never watched a money. I've never watched a money in the bank. I've never watched Until tomorrow. Yeah, I don't even know how it works. I'm maybe just like, I mean, I've seen like there's just these hanging pieces. <laughs> oh, you mean you don't? Okay, yeah, you don't know how the. Right. Yeah, like I'm. I just see there's these hanging cases with like a ladder, and you know, I'm sure somebody's got to land on somebody, right? Yeah, yeah. No money in the bank for Keen. Well, I'm sorry to hear that, Keen. 
That's a shame. No Peacock. You'd think that'd be worldwide. You'll have to hear it on the interwebs. Yeah, you'll have to... What happens? Yeah. Or wait till the latest issue of Pro Wrestling Magazine comes out in three months, and then you'll get the results. That's right. (laughs) So, for those of you listening on the audio version, I have the old Trinity website pulled up on my uh, Wayback Machine. And uh, this one is uh, from... 98, I believe it was. And uh, like I was telling you, Jason, it's pretty interesting. You could click on some of this stuff. You can go to... Um, too bad you can't go into Tech Talk anymore. That'd be really cool. Oh, man. But uh, you click on this here. It says car. Look at this. Car kits. Okay. Serial killer, street weapon conversion, switchblade, 10S2. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you guys didn't like that car. No. Um, well, yeah. it was like to so, me, it was like a really bad car converted mm-hmm. to an even worse car. <laughs> oh no, this is a two thousand. This is two thousand. This one. <laughs> yeah, which makes sense because that picture of Kinwald with the broom is from the '99 Nationals. '99, right? And then that. Serial uh, conversion was around 2000, I think. So, ah, Tech Talk won't even click on this. So, yeah, obviously going down the nostalgic highway here today. Big news everybody knows about Trinity being sold to Horizon. Yeah, it seems like everybody that's like kind of the topic of conversation today on the internet seems like it uh facebook uh, kind of lit lighting up with all that everybody yeah, my phone was lighting up today about it and i'm like oh hey so it uh the news finally dropped we knew about this <laughs> <laughs> uh um, yeah i mean i don't i mean obviously it's kind of a little weird for me to talk about, um, you know, just, you know, I Jimmy don't, Simmons don't checking in the chat. He says it was a giant shock to him. Yeah. I, I just, it's, it's tough to talk about this kind of stuff because there's so much hearsay and you don't really, it's it's hard to do everybody justice in any of these things because you don't know all the story, right? But at the end of the day, what are you going to do with Trinity? Um, if Ernie passed away, like as he has, um, and if your uh, immediate family doesn't want to run it in the capacity he was running it in, or... Um, the direction uh, they didn't want to be involved, then something's got to give, right? Right. <clears throat> so, um, so uh, somewhere ar- along those lines is probably uh, the situation where the family doesn't uh, have the passion for that business and maybe doesn't want to be a part of it. And it's easy to kind of move on from it. Uh, 
And then uh, at the same time, I think everyone always assumes that all these companies are doing so well financially that it is entire is entirely up to them. You know what I'm trying to say? No. Well, you know. Oh, so, so you're me, thinking, I know what you're saying. You're saying like everybody assumes that everything financially is great. Um, and you just decide Angelina's so. just going to take over and it's just going to keep going and going. Yeah. Speed and, you know, transition. maybe, yeah, maybe there is a financial burden to running these companies like this. Um, <clears throat> and they don't want to be involved in that. Um, maybe you're. Maybe you're not seeing a profit, or maybe you're not seeing the reason to continue it the way it's going, and you feel like it doesn't have a great future with you doing it. So you might as well, um, you know, hand it to somebody that um, has a maybe has a plan for it. So um, I think. There's probably a, a lot of different considerations here that you have to think about. Um, yeah, I know in the past that Ernie has, um, when I spoke to Ernie, because I, I thought Nick would probably be eventually the one to take over his son. Mm-hmm. And I guess there just really wasn't any interest there. And, um, you know, and I don't think the daughters just, you know, didn't really, obviously didn't want to run it. So, um, yeah, I but think it's that's also, where I felt I, it was going to head. Well, everybody yeah. also assumes that all these things are making all this kind of money. And why would somebody want to sell it or get out of it? But you don't know, everybody doesn't know all the story, right? It, it, that might not be the case. And maybe she could have been doing a favor to the brand, passing it along. Mm-hmm. You know, passing the brand along to someone else, and you know, kind of going about it that way. And you know, if you look at the actual press release from Horizon that they released, because that actually just came out, and it says that it. Part of the information in the press release, it states that it allows the brand to keep moving forward and it allow you know, it keeps the brand alive. So that was part of the Horizon press release. So <clears throat> there's a little bit of, I'm sure there's a little bit of truth in there, right? I guess. I don't like it, man. I feel sad today for some, you know, just, um, I was a little bummed out. You feel like the whole, I don't know. Just feel like a lot was taken from you when you heard that. Hard to explain. Yeah, I, I get it. I mean, especially what I'm when trying we to there, do, like, what I'm trying to do is try to play. What I'm trying to do is play the devil's advocate of the internet yeah. thoughts, right? That's what I'm trying to 
say is maybe there's there's a different story here than what's being portrayed uh, online. You know, maybe there's something else to it, and um, it's it's not all these things. I'm sure aren't as easy and as simple as, as people think they are. Um, so. I think if, for instance, I thought about this earlier, um, you know, for instance, I thought about this earlier, Gotti, was what if the, the, the best service to Ernie is that the brand and the name does stay around, right? Mm, right. And if, and as opposed to the name and the brand, not being around anymore. Maybe those were the two options, right? Mm, Maybe yeah. the two options were either the brand and the name is going to stick around or it's not. And this keeps the brand and the name around. And I think to me, uh, I would think Ernie would want the name and the brand to be around. That's probably an important thing. So, I don't think anybody walked in to this situation and said, hey, here's $20 million for this company. You know, it's like a big horizon stepped in and said, hey, here's $20 million. Uh, see you later, everybody. I don't think that that was necessary. That's not the situation in this, uh, in this business, I don't think. So... Um, because I think if you look at what Horizon has in their brands and in their lineup, they don't really need they don't really need it, right? There's no real need. There's really not a big need to have Trinity in their in their lineup. So the way I look at that is they probably got it for kind of a chance. Well, can you repeat and, that, Jason? You're kind of broken up. No, Jason, get off your 5G and go Wi-Fi. <laughs> Just put the Wi-Fi on, see what happens. Jason was having issues earlier potting from home. And Jason disappeared. Justin Doyle, Jason's so wise. Yeah, Jason, uh, there he's back now. Yep. There you go. Some issues, uh, not the strongest connection there at home, but uh, we'll do what we can. So. Yeah, what I was saying is if you look up and down Horizon's brands, they don't need really Trinity. So there would be no real reason for them to just go in with some crazy offer to buy it. So, you know... I'm I'm sure that they probably got it for a song and a dance and it just it works they can work it into the company but they don't have to have it. So that's Man, my that just hurts though. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I'm just glad I was there when it was like like Kirby was saying today, we were there at its prime. I mean, yeah, you were. The company was big. The, the um Man, it was just an amazing time. Yeah, and it, and, it, and it was also part of 
Well, you know, you guys were there probably late nineties. I, I, you know, I think we were kind of talking about it one day, what was probably the golden, the golden era, the golden days or the top, the top time of being there. But I would have to guess early to mid nineties, probably 93, 94, 95, probably in that range, I would have to guess were probably the best years in the business and probably, you know, trailed into the late 90s, I would guess. Oh, yeah. Um, into the early 2000s. I mean, we were 98, especially. It was mm-hmm. huge. So I would say those are probably the, the you know, the golden, the golden times. I mean, in, I mean, you're talking about something that, um, you know, they left New Jersey and moved to Florida. Yeah, that's in like a in like a couple days. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, so. Yeah. That's not something you do when you're extremely healthy. <laughs> right. That's what. That's when it. Yeah. That's when it started going down. Yeah. And and actually, Ernie was on the pod explaining all that. So. I mean, at the time he was going through a tough divorce and, you know, and plus moving the company to Florida. So a lot of things were changing. A lot of things happened. His health at the time. Um, mm-hmm. So he wasn't able to spend as much time because uh, I saw somebody in the comments say it's like a, running a, a business. Well, you know how it is. You're constantly working. Mm-hmm. You know, what's the saying? You work 100 hours a week so you don't have to work 40. so i mean um ernie just couldn't devote a lot of the time there so it slipped up a little but um but yeah the the, the driving Mm -hmm. the driving parts of all these type of things are the the people with the passion right and if you don't have the passion for it then it's not going to continue the same way that it was and I think probably one of the, you know, as a lot of people pointed out online, one of the great things that the Trinity that they're a part of now, they were never a part of the 90s Trinity, the people that are commenting online. Well, you know, not for the most, but not everybody. But I guess what I'm trying to say is the new <clears throat> Trinity that, that the drivers are commenting online, they're really part of the generation, the Florida trinity generation they're not really a part of they're not really a part of the new jersey uh based trinity with the kinwald and matt francis era and the you know the crazy ads and rc car action and sort of the the empire uh type of mentality yeah the type of mentality that was a whole different generation uh which is the one you like (laughs) and love and the one that you were a part of you were really never a part of the Florida version. And I think what um, my generation of Trinity is the one that you're familiar with, right? Yeah. Um, That was the generation of Trinity that I was a little more accustomed to. The generation from Florida and then bringing Kevin Abbott in, uh, working there and developing these relationships. And really, it was a much different Trinity I feel than the one that you were a part of in New Jersey. It was sort of the kinder, gentler version of Trinity. I oh, that's a good feel. way to put it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think 
that's why Kevin has so much support online and because um, he kind of brought some passion to the table, right? He had the passion for the, the products and the racing and the individuals he was making these relationships with. And that became sort of this new generation um, of, of Trinity. So uh, totally different to me. Um, and I think that the one I think that people are responding to at the moment is the one of the most recent one, the one with the, um, you know, Kevin Abbott and having, he was kind of uh, everybody's uh, go-to guy for motors, batteries, tech, you know, technical advice. And he helped a lot of people from what I've seen at the races firsthand. Um, what people liked was they could go to him for the advice and to get better with their equipment and it worked he, he helped them and it worked and that's why you're seeing sort of an out uh, outpouring of this information i think on social media is that's the trinity that they're responding to right now um is the one with kevin and being really helpful and later having aj there with the drag racing stuff and that to me that's almost a whole nother generation um, with AJ and then going down the drag racing route. Uh, cause, uh, to me, that's a little bit different, but yeah. So, um, I would have to guess that, you know, uh, obviously a lot of racers are going to miss that side of it from, from Trinity sort of that really what it was is a very one-on-one -on -one experience, uh, similar to what you might have with, if you know, me at the races or Paul Wynn or, you know, even Allison or anybody that's with us, you know, and Tyler and Hannah and these, uh, when you have a personal relationship there with people that have some passion for it, um, it makes a pretty big difference. And I think that's what people have, uh, have with Kevin. And so I think that, you know, um, that that's kind of the shakeup, right? going on at the moment yeah. um, and uh, people are just I think they're like I think a lot of people are feeling like you they're very sad about that because they liked the idea they raced well for one I know there's a lot of people that felt like they wanted to be Trinity racers in the 90s in your day right right but they weren't really on that level but as they gotten older in life, they've been able to get those, uh, those experiences of being on that team. And now they love it because, and I think it is different. Uh, back then they saw it as a, like there was a little, it was, they saw it as a brand and sort of that empire part. But now there's, it's, you want that one-on-one, -on -one, um, with people that know and have passion. And then that's what the Kevin was bringing to the table. Um, and I'm sure there was many others, but, uh, yeah. So I see what you got. Yeah. It's, it's, it's tough, man. It's like, you know, when Trinity first moved to Florida, I felt it, it, it was really hard on me too, because it was like, well, 
I'm not going to be down in Florida. And it, you know what I mean? Like, it just felt like, okay, that's definite. Like it's, it's over. Like, even though I was back home, you always felt like, well, Trinity's just right down the road. Yeah. And if I wanted to go back, I'd probably go back. But mm-hmm. when they moved to Florida, it was like, well, and that was, that, that was like, damn. Mm-hmm. So I kind of feel like that today. Like, I'm just like, kind of like, not that I was going to go work there again, but it, it's like, I don't know. Well, what what it is is you. What 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 you feel is that you feel that it's missing. Um, What's that now? Well, to me, I think it's it's almost like you feel like it's missing. Like it's not there. That's almost like you're feeling. Yeah. Now it's like um, going to big corporate, and (laughs) kind of feels like it's just going to get lost in the woods to me. So it's like. You know, it's going to be there, but I don't know if it's going to be. Well, it hasn't been like that for years, but I don't know, man. Well, I'm nothing hurt. is going to nothing is going <laughs> nothing is going to compare. because well, uh, yeah. to that generation that definitely you were a part of. I mean, that was, uh, you know, <laughs> the lack of a better work that was epic, <laughs> <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, I think that's going to be tough to measure, but we don't know the whole story. You know, that's the whole thing is every, you know, there, there's obviously much more to this. Um, so. Yeah. Um, hmm. So, I don't know, Jason. Uh, so I've been going down this, uh, like I said, I've been on this Wayback Machine going through all the old, and man, does that really hit you then when you go through these old, uh, you know, the old Trinity websites and, mm-hmm. damn, I'm bummed out, guys. Help me out here, please. <laughs> and people saying that, you know, uh, Horizon's going to ruin them and all this other stuff, and I'm like, no, please. Jason, well, what- I beg Jason, I was going to team up with Jason to buy it. I wanted to do that so bad. I'm like, come on, Jason, let's do it. Let's go. I'll be in charge of the Trinity division. But, um, you know, obviously that was going to happen, but I was begging. I was like, let's yeah. do it, man. Let's do it. Well, the, the, the question is, here's the question mm-hmm. is, would you rather see Trinity go? I, you know, I'm just completely, this is just, I'm playing the devil's advocate here, and I'm just spitballing these ideas. I just want to get all the old guys. I don't. I don't, I don't well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's you know what I mean. That's that's a fantasy. So, but it, but it the, could happen. I could convince a lot of these guys to come back if we had it. It's, but it's you know, but in it's general, not a, that's a fantasy. But right, yeah. I think the the situation is: Would you rather it? continue the way it was continuing without Ernie and really sort of the future being sort of a little question of what the direction and the push is going to be with the potential that maybe it wasn't there anymore. Or would you rather have it, the name and, and the, the likeness and everything being, you know, moved over to horizon where they can keep it in the lineup. 
So to me, I, I'm seeing it like, that's how I'm seeing it. I'm seeing it like, well, maybe it's just, maybe it wasn't going to exist anymore. And this was the only other, this was the, the best option available to keep it going. Um, um. Yeah, Michael Mallet, uh, you're feeling what 95% of the people are feeling now. It's a kick in the gut for the old school guys. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I get it. I'm just trying to say if, you know, would people feel better if they, if they said tomorrow, sorry, we're, we're not, we're just going to close up. There's no Trinity yeah. anymore. And, and would, I'm that, not would, would you feel better? Would somebody feel no. better about that? No, I, I like, right. Yeah. That's terrible. so, so to me, that that's been that, devastating if it just shut down. Right. That's right. what I mean. I so, that. so that's the question is maybe that was something and, that was uh, faced with. Maybe that right. was a situation. And sure, I'm not I blaming. Mean, I'm not blaming Angelina at all. I mean, that's she's smart. She obviously knew what to do. Um, you just kind of wish, you know. I don't know. I just wish everybody was. You know, they, they I mean, just didn't, they didn't uh, they weren't involved with RC. They didn't really. What are you going to well, do, right? If so. if you, is it possible? And I, again, I'm Jason, just, help me out here because MX is saying this is where companies go to die. He's saying, uh, rest in peace, Trinity. Horizons where brands go to die. <laughs> I mean, this is well, not, well, MX I is mean, not we'll, making me feel any better. Well, we'll, we'll get to, we'll, we can get to that. Okay. But what was I, what I was going to say was, is it possible? And I'm, again, I don't know anything specific, but is it possible that, between how good Ernie did in the heyday and how popular and good Trinity was in the days that you were there, that he was keeping this going strictly because of the passion he had for it. And he had enough backing and enough money throughout the years to keep it going. And when, when it was really broken down that, and, you know, the attorneys and everybody started looking at this thing and saying, look, you know, this is what you can expect, you know. And maybe it wasn't doing as great as, as it was when you guys were around. And that was the, and that the best option for her was to say, let's let the name and everything right. live. Let's put it in the hands of somebody that has the money to do it. And let's let it be, you know? And she's like, and I don't have to dig into my um, inheritance or money, personal money to keep it running year after year. We don't, and, and it's not a passion of hers, right? If right. it's your passion, if it's your passion, you keep chasing it, right? It doesn't matter how bad things are and how, how grim it could be. Um, if it's your passion, you'll keep chasing. You'll just keep throwing money at it, right? Because you just, yeah. you're not going to give up on your dream. But for somebody that can look at it from the outside looking in, um, then that's probably the decision that they arrived at. Now, you can debate. I think part of the debate here is how it all happened. Um, you know, how this kind of came out. Um you know, how this news came out, how it was broken to Kevin, how it was broken to the other employees. Now, Grant, I, I don't know anything about that. And sure, you can say that that 
probably wasn't handled properly because it, I would say that it probably never is handled properly because there's these secrets kind of just, um, they exist. And then there's just that day that, you know, apparently things just happen. Right. And, and then people that find out they're on a need to know basis. Right. And they don't need to know until they need to know. So I think, I I think that's the debate is a little bit how it ended. And I think that's where people are feeling a little bad. Um, And I, I totally, I totally get that. I, I agree with that. But I think maybe what happened is when you lay this all out and when she looked at it all, they looked at it with, you know, the people that are either attorneys or whoever. And they said, look, this is probably not a bad option. Keeps the name going and you still can. um, And I, that's my guess of kind of how it went down here. Yeah. And just a total guess on my end, but I think the idea, and sure it's fun to kind of say, Oh yeah, you know, you got this biggie, uh, horizon hobby coming in and buying somebody and want to put that's not really the case they don't need that brand um they have plenty of good brands on their own and um it seems like if something comes their way i think that that uh is positive and it doesn't cost them a lot they probably jump on it I think the Proline deal was big. I think that was the biggest one that they probably had ever been a part of. But it was also when I think Proline was at a, a height of business, and I think Horizon was at the height of a business year where they probably felt really strong to go in all in on that one. And I think that was a big one um, in, in a relative in our business, right? right? Not probably in the, we'll call it the real world. In the RC world, that was probably a big one. But these other ones, I don't think, and I could be wrong, I'm just guessing, but I don't think they're the AKA, the Trinity, this stuff. I don't think they're as as big. More of a um, uh, taking it over kind of thing. Yeah, see, this hurts. Kean saying um, Horizon Hobbies has a bad record on treating people. They're just now recovering from firing Drake, but the bottom line is Horizon uh, doesn't need RC Racing to be successful. I know that hurts, but it's the truth. And that does hurt, Ian. That hurts me. Well, yeah. Yeah, basically what he's, you know, what his comment is, is, and what I would say is for, for the couple hundred guys that are online that don't like this move, um, and, and, already uh renouncing their sponsorships um there's people out there looking to buy irc product with a name that don't care right and that's what horizon and you know uh, eventually that's what this all kind of wears off eventually and then they can kind of do what they want with it and and probably sell some product right They're They're going to need some competition motors and product. Uh, personally, what I would do with it if I was them is I would put it alongside of our spectrum stuff. Uh, the spectrum has been really coming up 
uh, in uh, recently. You know, they have this uh, a lot of this uh, dirt bike technology that they're patenting. Uh, they're kind of doubling down on the Spectrum name and the the technology that they have. They have uh, chargers. They have batteries. They have this, uh, you know, brushless technology. They have this dirt bike technology. Uh, the, you know, they invented the spread spectrum technology, 2.4 gigahertz. They were the first one in the market with that. Um, so uh, I would put the Trinity with the spectrum and it would just be the competition side of the spectrum. That's what I would do with mm. it. If if because uh, you already have some solid spectrum items, but you it would probably wouldn't hurt to have a slightly um, edgier name or slightly edgier race product to go with it. So you know if you have your competition motors, uh, competition batteries, you can kind of package those as Trinity. But it goes with your spectrum, right? Maybe you have your spectrum charger. You have your uh, some smart technology, the radio, whatever, the 2.4, but your motor, maybe your motor and your speed control and those core, those older core uh, Trinity items are now Trinity, right? Mm. So like, so that's what I would do. And, you know, you don't need the rest of it. They don't need any of the aluminum stuff or the, you know, any of these little uh trinket items that they had in the lineup they don't need any of that um they got plenty of that already so i I think that's what you'll probably see wow uh paul Wynn is saying that kevin and aj had that passion so i'm sure that is where most people most are questioning what happened um did they have their hands tied or were they given a chance to bring it back to the highest level yeah. Right. That we don't know. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And like I said, I mean, that that is a different generation, right? Um, we have this name, Trinity, that you're associated with, but it's funny because the name that that you're passionate about, the side of it was this New Jersey side of it, right? And then there's kind of the, the, the after, the Florida version, which to me was a little lighter, a little gent, gentler version of the original, which I, I feel like was more, it's almost, it was more attractive to me also than the original. But you liked the original. You liked the powerhouse, the yeah. pushing people around. Yeah, that was your fun part. Like, right, yeah. The, the powerhouse. The war, like every race meant yeah. something. And it's, yeah, that's the, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, it's a different time, man. A lot of people have no clue. I mean, that factory, that factory at the time had 30 plus employees in it. Yeah. And it was just a, it was, it was awesome. Well, it was a, um, the juggernaut of that day. Hmm. Man, there's a lot of comments rolling in, so I will get to them. I'm scrolling through them. Um. You know what made me think about something today was, you know, where there's the meme that says some of y'all never got, you know, it's just an, uh, just an example. Some of y'all never. And it shows. Uh, 
yes, and it shows, right? Right. I thought about Tech Talk today, and I was like, <laughs> some of y'all were never on Tech Talk, and it shows. <laughs> that was the one I thought of today. I Maybe. still want to log into Tech Talk here. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, bro, where's my username, password? Look at you can even like type it in. Look at Gotti Jr. There it is. That's that. That was my handle. You'll be you'll be dreaming this tonight, logging in, and it works, and it's just like up to date. <laughs> it was so awesome. If you weren't around for that, you missed it, man. It was the best. Well, and it shows. <laughs> if, if you, some of y'all weren't on Tech Talk in the late '90s, early 2000s, and it shows. <laughs> right. Oh man. <sighs> yes, so, Mike Woods is correct. Remember, Trinity was big on the slot card side too. So, absolutely, yeah. that's where they started. So, well, yeah, I mean, that's what Ernie started in, right? With slot cars. Yep. A lot oh. of people started at slot cars. I think is, I think it's what's strange is it's not that. It's not that um, starting in slot cars. It, it, that's kind of what you had. It wasn't like, hey, I started in slot cars and there was all this other stuff, right? Right. Yeah. Like you started in slot cars because that's what there was. Um, I mean, when you, all these people, uh, I mean, Roger Curtis from Associated, he was a slot car. I mean, they had a they had a team they had an Associated Raceway was where he started for doing slot cars. And I think that's where he met Mike Reedy was at the slot car track. Um, I know, uh, obviously then, you know, then you talk about Ernie, I'm sure Jim Dieter was a slot car guy. I'm sure uh, Ron Schur, who we've talked on the podcast before, he was a big slot car guy. So that was like a lot of people started in that. So, yeah, Billy Bruce saying Tony P. Absolutely. Tony P, man. Ernie and Tony P. Billy Bruce, I just... Um, Billy Bruce worked there. He worked yeah, at Trinity, um, too. Yeah, I used to hang out with him in Chicago. Hobby show. I don't know if I hung out with him, but you know what I mean. And he was in the same <laughs> building. <laughs> and go. his brother. Yep. Billy knows about Excalibur Nightclub, also. Yep. Uh... What else we got here? Yes, correct, MX. Tech Tech Talk was the pirate four by four of the RC world, Wild West. Okay. Whew. Billy Bruce yeah, does I, remember Excalibur. I remember uh I know Paul had that pirate four by four up many times at our shop and I know exactly what this guy's talking about. It is the wild wild west on there too. Yeah, Tech Talk was the pirate four by four of the RC world. It, yeah, I remember. You know, we used to go on there and look at stuff for you know back when we were getting into crawling and scaling, and back when it was called crawlers. Now they're back to the crawler name, but <laughs> well, uh, wait, went from crawlers to what? Like scale trucks. Oh, it that's right. Like, you used to say scale all the time, right? Yeah. So like when we started, and it was crawlers, and then it went to scale and trail <laughs> trucks. Went to scale and trail. Then I was back to crawlers. People say crawlers again. <laughs> so I'm like, all right. Hey, whatever. That's weird, man. That's weird. So, uh, but 
the the vehicles have changed and evolved over the years to 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 kind of it does follow that a little bit but yeah i remember so yeah. we remember being on that pirate four by four looking at things on there and yeah it was a mess it was kind of like people would just say whatever i mean that's yeah the i would talk was oh it was crazy and then part of my job was to monitor the whole thing like you know i wasn't the only one but if some you know and people would put you know people on the west coast would post something um that was inappropriate and yeah of course i'm in bed at three in the morning they're posting at midnight and i wake up and then ernie's like hey how come you didn't take that down (laughs) because it was three in the morning (laughs) it was three in the morning so yeah i'm like i'm like you're right boss sorry i'll try better next time (laughs) yeah i understand your frustration yeah yeah Uh, would you like to upgrade to the macho cheese fries for a dollar more? <laughs> Thank you. Um, man, this bring back great memories. <laughs> yeah, I, I think the that's a good point. You know, the tech talk it was out of control. I hated it, but I loved it. It was awesome. I I never would. Uh, I remember people would send me links. You got to read this. You got to check this out. And I was just, I was like, every time I was on there, I just felt like, it's like, dude, nobody is safe. Like, this is just a complete war zone. Yeah. It's like, it's just a complete war zone. Like, it's just, everybody's getting attacked. And it's just like, yeah. um, I'm like, how is this useful? I'm like, it's just entertainment. It's like, it's like, is there anywhere on here where people are actually being helped, or is this well, it was just like cool? Like, because we were able to help people. You know, Ernie would jump on there, and it was it was awesome. I mean, you had Ernie actually in there helping people with stuff. Um, mm-hmm. They had questions, Ernie was answering, and Tony was answering. Anybody? So, how yeah. cool was that back in the day when the internet was coming around? I mean, you're able to talk to him. Yeah, you could. Ernie uh, was always on there, man. He loved it. You could communicate. <laughs> I'm sure, uh, and but I think it, but it seemed like it kind of transitioned to where then it became arguments, like and then you know, he's got to like defend himself or defend a product, and to me it's just, it gets to the point where it's like, look, if you don't like it, you don't like it, you know, it's like, <laughs> I, what are you gonna do? Right. Uh, look at this. Paul Wynn had a few battles with Big E on Tech Talk. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I'm sure everybody did. <laughs> I'm sure everybody did at one time or another. Uh, that's the tough part about the whole thing is when do you call when you know, who calls it good, right? That's the whole thing about the arguing on the internet is at what point do you just say it's not worth it and you just go, you know what? <laughs> I'm not changing their mind. And right. You know, I'm not changing their mind. They're not changing my mind. Let's just agree to disagree, and I'm just never going to talk again. <laughs> you know, and like to me, that's what how I, all of these are. But um, what's really the instigator? The real some, instigator. Go ahead. There's some good comments in here. <laughs> is there's people that I think there's people that. They do not let it go. 
they will not let it go. And those are the ones that they just they they just live for it, right? I remember a friend of mine telling me one day, he's like, dude, you can't argue with me. He goes, I'm on the internet 20 hours a day. He's like, he goes, You're not gonna win goes, that battle. <laughs> You're not winning it with me. He goes, I'm on there 20 hours. Like he's like, you know. Wait, was that me? You know that? Huh? No, but it, it, he's just like he, he's like, look, I'm on 20 hours a day. He's like, I'm gonna win. You know, like he's like, you know, and he's like, it to him, it was like no time. I'm not wasting my time. Like I'm, I'm committed to this, no matter what it is. Um, so, yeah, it was. In, it's interesting how that how that goes. I mean, and I, I you still see it today. It's the same thing. Uh, you know, you can't change a person's mind. They're not going to change yours, vice versa. It's just, and, but everybody feels like they can. And, you know, it's like, oh, I got one more comment here. Let me get my, you know, actually you're on your phone, right? So you're like, I got a comment here. This is going to do it, you know? And all of a sudden it's just like, oh, you craft this beautiful response and the the guy, yeah, you just craft this beautiful response, you know? (laughs) And, uh, and then the, and then somebody will just come back and just like, whatever, fanboy, hater, you know what I mean? Like yeah, that's that yeah. type of thing. And you're just like, no, no, you can't win. You you're know? like, that. that's all you got though. Just call me a fanboy. Yeah. I like, there's that meme where it's like a person staring, like kind of looking at a computer. Or you're like, like mixing chemicals. I like that one where you're perfectly crafting yeah. your response. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it's like it, Billy. What Billy's saying here, everybody's got to have the last word, and that and that's really what it is. Is um, <laughs> it, it's just and if people love it. Like it's like becomes just when there's one of these things happening that's like blowing up, which is that's happening right now, right over this Trinity Horizon thing. Either people just throw out the most outlandish things. Like you said, uh, you know, Horizon destroys all these companies. You know, that's like people put that up. And it's like, well, you know, hey, Axial's there. It's like the I saw Max Kramer somewhere kind of defending their stuff. And I, you know what? I, I'm not – I'm just – like I said earlier, I'm, I'm not necessarily defending anybody. I'm just trying to play like – devil's advocate a little bit but mm-hmm. max kramer i saw him comment he's like look he's like uh arma axial aka proline and trinity they're more financially secure than they've ever been <laughs> you know what i mean like that was his comment like hey right. man these guys these companies aren't going anywhere now because horizon has them like that was kind of his point it's like well maybe he's right i don't know um you know, I'd, it. I would rather have the Ernie Trinity, just like everybody else, right? But absolutely. If there, if, but if there is no Ernie Trinity, then is it really the Ern? Is it really Trinity, right? So that's the thing. Is that's why I was hoping, like, if if um if I wasn't going to be involved. <laughs> Uh, someone like Joel would take over. Remember, I was in the chat. I'm like, man, I wish Joel would just buy it. You know, mm-hmm. how awesome! How yeah, awesome and we talked about that. Him? Right, and and he would be a great name for it because of just uh, the the legacy of the brand. Right, it's like, um, like of all the names you could throw out there, it's like, oh, that'd be a great one because of you know all the history. Absolutely, and, and people would completely sign off on it because of that. Uh. 
Joel freaking Johnson. <laughs> Back at Trinity. Dude, that would have been epic. Magic Motorsports. Hey, maybe they'll, maybe Horizon will, oh, you know, never know. Maybe Horizon will hire Joel and say, oh. hey, come in, come in and you can, you can run Trinity, the Trinity part of it. And then all wow, of a sudden, that'd, that'd you know, you epic. save, you save face, right? That's your, right. that's, that's the corporate, uh, the corporate move is you bring in the magic man and then, then, then everybody goes, oh yeah, yeah, I'm back, I'm back, I'm back, you know. <laughs> Man, don't get me all excited. Yeah, right. Dang. Um, that's like we talked about the other day the the old Team Losi logo. You know, if you would have saw that on the on the dirt bike, how pumped right. people would have been to see the old Team Losi logo. Um. But yeah, I, I mean, in, in all reality. Um, in all reality, uh, you know, is Team Losi and TLR really, they're not really the old Team Losi and TLR either, right? You know, that, that was with, that was with Pops and Gil and Gary Kyes and, and, you know, Janet and the original, uh, dream team that they had that was the team Losi that probably people really loved right um that you grew up with but um it's almost like a sports team in a way right like you it's like you're like you're a laker fan right and you're like oh i had we had magic kareem and we had kobe and Shaq or whatever and then it's like you know you like fall in love with that regime right and then yeah. when it's like a new regime, you're just like, ah, I don't like that one anymore, you know? Um, uh, I don't know. I never felt like that. I mean, I don't like, you mean the front office? Like, I'm not enjoying the front office now <laughs> compared yeah. to yeah. in the day. But yeah, I, I don't know. Um, it's a sad day. It's a sad day. Sad day. You almost said it. You almost said it was a sad day at Trinity. No. Well, it is. It is a sad day at Trinity for me. <laughs> um, I like how you just have the tech talk screen open. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, you're just like trying to log in. Like over I just decided over. to keep it open. I, I can't remember my password. My but password. You can't. You can't enter it anyway. Just. If you enter as a Tech Talk guest, it just crashes. <laughs> it just says you haven't entered the correct handle or password. Try again. And I was trying to enter as a guest. How awesome would it have been if they had like the the topics there still? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is sad. Yeah, a couple hours before the pod, I was uh, you know I was waiting on you, and I was just going through all the. Um, Captures and mm-hmm. what are you gonna do? I live in the past. You know, I, that's. Uh, um, I get it. Nah, I don't know. Do you really? I get it. All right, Joe Zara saying uh, Horizon has given the RC community a shit sandwich in the last two weeks. They have the poor TLR drivers a long chassis for their 12-year-old car <laughs> instead of a new car. But then they broke the internet with the MX bike. It's so dialed, but 
but then they absolutely gut Trinity. Well, I mean, I don't know that they gut anything with Trinity. I mean, it's not like they're... Maybe he meant to say they hit him in the gut with Trinity. Yeah, yeah, that, that probably... Yeah. Um, and, and, I mean, the reason they haven't had a two-wheel drive buggy update is because they were working on the dirt bike. I mean, that's <laughs> the reason. Um, so they didn't, you know, they, they took their A-team of people and they put it on the dirt bike project because they feel that was the most valuable to them. And it will be, um, unfortunately. And, but I think that they'll, I think they'll get the two wheel buggy updated. Uh, now that the, I mean, obviously Dakota and several others, not just Dakota, they do well with the car. Um, but you know, they do need new parts. They do need an update. They do. Well, the worlds that. are coming. Yeah, it is. That's when you can um, debut uh, the new stuff. But I think ever since the dirt bike project's been over, I'm sure they're back at doing some of those things, but they had to, they had a lot of time in that dirt bike. They had to put the A team on it and they had to get it out. Um, so we'll see. Um, and I think they're 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 uh, betting the farm in a sense that this dirt bike is going to be the number one selling RC here for a while, and they're probably right. It, it, it was probably going to have a huge wave. Uh, uh, I, um, um, he's uh, Joe is saying that they got Trinity because uh, everybody got fired. So I, yeah, but you're not talking like thirty people. You know what I mean. Right, that would have, yeah, like back in our day. You know day. what I mean? Right. You know, to yeah. me, when I think of gut, the thing is like, there's not 30 people. You're talking about a couple people, um, you know, and the, the daughter was running it. So to me, it's not like 30 people. You're talking about a couple people. Um, Which, but, you know, still, but, and I know somebody mentioned Kevin and uh, it gives him an opportunity to start his own thing. Yeah. So everything happens. Well, I mean, reason, I mean, right? honestly, when, yeah. But, and, and if at the same time, if you're already putting a logo up, if your new brand on the same day, obviously you were kind of preparing for something too. You know what I mean? Like it's, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's a good like, point. Yeah. That's, a, that's I, I mean, well, I didn't I mean, know what the logo it, was and I messaged you. I'm like, what's it? What is this? Like I thought they renamed Trinity. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not somebody like sent it to me. They just sent me the logo and I'm like, what is this? Like, yeah, I mean, obviously, when so you must have knew. Well, I mean, well, obviously, obviously, you, you right. have a plan and you have a plan in place, right? Like, so there's two there's two things going on here, right? Like, it's <laughs> right. like you know what I mean? It's like, all right, you know, one moment, yeah, I just got fired from Trinity. Well, but here's my new brand. It's like, wait, this happened in two or three hours of each other. It's like, you know what I mean? Like, there's there's a candle kind of burning at both ends here. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I don't, I mean, I, I, I think it's, I think there's going to be a lot of success and there's going to be a lot of, um, a lot of, you know, racers looking to run the new brand. But what I'm saying is, I mean, obviously, um, there's been some preparation and some thought going into this, prior to that day too, right? 
Yeah. Apparently. Apparently. Um, I know somebody mentioned in the comments above about um, what happens to Jim Dieter now. I don't think that Jim was involved with Trinity anymore. Right. Um, as far as I know, you know, and, and I'm not. Well, like, I think he was sort and of. And I'm like not like the, the Trinity. I'm not like the Trinity knowledge base of everything. Like, I'm um, not with the new one, no. So I don't so, know how. But, but I think I, if I, I don't, called, Jim was there. So of course, yeah, that's he's how like, it was, yeah, he was like part of the A team, right? Right. So. Um, if he if he needed it, he probably had it. But if he didn't, uh, he didn't. So, <clears throat> uh, Sarah's saying, uh, I don't understand why the sales structure didn't include Kevin, AG, AJ, and employees. It was a turnkey company. I don't know a whole lot about the RC community, but I know that the people that made that company made it. Hmm. The new Trinity she's talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I'm just guessing like everybody else. Um, hey, uh, Jason, Jeff Todd likes your, uh, likes your shirt. L.A. Knight. Yeah, he mentioned it on uh, Facebook, too. It was, it was funny. <laughs> yeah, like we talked about earlier, we all got into that. Um, you, know, you got me into watching the, the, the couple clips. So I got the shirt on eBay. Right. And we realized that I got curious when, I, when my shirt came in. And I was like, WWE is printing their shirts on Gildan shirts? No, sir. We're I'm like, uh, I'm like that doesn't seem right to me. <laughs> I texted you, and you're like, no, we have a deal with Fanatics, where all of our apparel is on this uh, deal with Fanatics. And I'm thinking, I'm like, hey, the shirt I got is printed on a Gildan, um, you know, generic black T-shirt. So I have a, I'm wearing a fake, I'm wearing a fake shirt. <laughs> that I got on eBay apparently. Um, and, but what's funny is when we did this research, me and you, I sent it to you and it says the description of the one I bought said it was fanatics. It says in yeah, the description. It did. Yeah. It yeah. Did. It says like, so technically I could go back to the guy and just say, Hey man, you sent me a fraudulent piece of fake uh, <laughs> merchandise but i'm like well i'm just gonna wear it one time anyway so it doesn't really matter for right me. like i'm just wearing it on this because we talked about it but it's not like i'm gonna go out in public uh, <laughs> hey, if i show up at the world you got if i do show up at the world you gotta wear the shirt at least one day <laughs> yeah you gotta re remind me I'll the, maybe i'll get a real one by then a real one <laughs> Yeah, I like I'm when still, you said I'm that's still, a nice little scam this guy's running. Yeah, he does. He's got a nice little scam going. I He's mean, got the fanatics up there. Yeah, when you get and it, you click him. on it. You click on it, and you go into his description. It says printed on genuine guild. I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> so in the description, in the in the the ad and the thing, it says fanatics, and then you over here at guild. So. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, anyway um, yeah. so I was going to tell you something. We were talking about the the dirt bike a little bit. Mm -hmm. uh, we did a pot, you know, the podcast, I guess last week we talked about the Losey dirt bike. Um, 
and I had some, um, yeah, I guess questions and just, I was kind of throwing stuff out there talking about the dirt bike and, you know, how do you turn marshal it? Uh, you know, is it going to race on the same tracks? And so I think Frank, Frank Root, actually, I think he listened to the podcast. So he sent me a, he sent me a video of him driving, uh, the new dirt bike at the pro line track. I think when they built it either new or after the race of one of their JBRL. So he showed me, it was like three or four laps that he did with the dirt bike on that, on that track. And I think to kind of like, show me a little bit more about how it was performing and working because all we had seen up to last point on the podcast was kind of highlights, right? right? You just see like kind of the retouched video. You weren't seeing segments. actual game footage as they would say in yeah. the video game industry, right? Yeah. <laughs> so you kind of see the, the highlight videos and the, what you want, what they want you to see, I guess. Um, so, uh, so yeah, I think, the video he sent me, I watched the whole thing and I was like, yeah, you know, this is kind of cool. Um, it's him driving the car. And I think it's actually Gil Losey Jr. Video doing the video and you can hear him kind of like actually really enjoying Frank driving the, the bike. Oh. Uh, like he's kind of laughing. He's like, Oh, you, you know, he's, he's like, like, oh, oh, you know, he's, oh, like oh, he's like, Oh, you made, you, well, not quite like that, but <laughs> But like he was, when he said he's really enjoying. Well, no, he he was like generally excited that Frank's making all the jumps, and because he was, the thing was like a monster in a straight line. I mean, when when I mean any jump that was on this track, Frank's just you know sending it. Got great brake control. The thing's landing, Um, you know, and he agreed. He's like he's like, hey, a couple corners here and there. He's like, it was you know a couple corners here and there. Yeah, this kind of happens. And, but you can see, you know, so Frank kind of detailed the video out for me, kind of showed, uh, texted me how the, the, it was performing going around uh, a traditional track. This wasn't even a special track. And I was kind of like, you know, I wasn't like trying to argue or anything. I was just like, well, yeah, like when guys like Joey build a special track for it, it'll be even cooler. And he's like, well, you don't really need a special track. But I'm like trying to, I'm like trying to build a special track, you know, like I'm, I'm right. like, yeah, Joe, I, 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 you know, I'm just like volunteering Joey already, you know, I'm like, oh, Joey, <laughs> Joey will, will for sure build a track for this thing. And he's like, well, you don't need a special track. And I'm like thinking to myself, I'm just like, yeah, but I want a special track. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, Frank, <laughs> it was awesome. Frank sent this video, which is probably the one everybody actually needs to see and wants to see because it's, and that's, what's funny about today with videos and everything is you have such good access to equipment and being able to edit videos and make them really nice and polished. And that's great because it looks professional, but at the end of the day, um, this video Frank sent me of from an iPhone or whatever it was kind of gives you the whole story. In three laps, you're like, okay, I get it. Um, and yeah, as Tim Barth is saying here, he did post it on Facebook after, uh, uh, right after he sent it to me. And 
almost simultaneously. And it was, it, it was nice because you got to see it uh, with unedited, I guess, because <laughs> I think that's what everybody fears, right? Is that you yeah. kind of got the, the Tyco turbo hopper commercial going where yeah, he's, yeah. he, he's jumping the grand Canyon. Right. And, <laughs> and there's no problems, you know? So, uh, but yeah, like you can see that. And the other thing was, is when he crashed, it did kind of self right itself. It, it kind of got back up. Yeah. Like you could kind of crash and it would like kind of find center again and get up and kind of get going. Oh. And the other thing he said is if you do turn marshal it, he's like, you don't have to give it like that push start. Like we were talking about Remember we were talking oh, about, yeah, how, we were wondering how, to, how the marshal yeah, is going to go. Yeah. So yeah. like, do you, does the marshal <clears throat> have to kind of give you one of those little gentle, uh, you know, like I picture like those people that put fish back in the water after they catch them. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like they hold it and they let it go back into the water. Push. Like, go ahead. Yeah. That's go. how I kind of, that's <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Little buddy. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I think that's, and he said that, I think the marshal just kind of has to get it generally, you know, set back in the right direction. Right. Uh, Tim's saying I need to go watch that. So I'll have to check that out. Yeah. The, 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 I mean the, in a straight line, the thing is a monster, like the jumps he's doing, um, which I think is, and, you know, Frank just, um, he just said it, it's, He's having a lot of fun with it, and he's <laughs> excited. And I told him, I said, you know what? I hope you guys sell 100,000 of them. Uh, Paul Wynn saying it does look cool on a big outdoor tracks, but SDRC posted one run at their track, and it was painful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, and, and then that's, I guess that's kind of what I'm saying is, you can do it the way Frank did it in his video on a nice outdoor track, but still in my mind, I'm picturing Joey Christensen taking his 10 scale track and making it for that vehicle. And I think it would be perfect. Mm. Um, so, but I, I think, I don't think you want to say you have to have that, but I think to make it look, great um i think that's what's going to end up happening is and there's going to be enough of them people are going to do it on their own you're not even going to have to do anything people are just going to do it um, i'm a little scared when i was watching the video on on uh the, the suspension like i would i don't want to do any of that you know what i mean you don't want to do what to i don't want to try and improve it i just want to take it out of the box and run it, which i guess i can but it, what's going to end yeah. up happening is you're going to have to have certain classes, I guess, for it, where, you know, box stock and then 40 plus 40 plus and 50, plus 40 plus class. dirt, 40 plus dirt bike. Yeah. I was trying to watch, I think it was Frank doing it, right. He was showing you the, how to do this and that. I'm like, Jesus, yeah. I, don't, I don't want to do any of that. It's already built. You're not going to need to do anything. Right. But I, I'd imagine these guys are going to upgrade the shit out of it. I mean, it's going to be, <laughs> it's going to be the point where you're scared to get into it because, uh, Getting all these different forks and springs and freaking I don't I don't know I just put oh it's like in. a regular RC car racing yeah vehicle. I guess so what the hell what's the difference <laughs> I guess but I just thought this thing would be like I take it out go it next is. thing you know everybody's upgrading it you're gonna spend thousands and the, the kid I just have separate classes I guess whatever 
yeah, we got 40 plus, we got a uh, 17.5 sportsman <laughs> dirt bike. We got, uh, I literally, uh, pro, and it's no disrespect. We got, we got, we got pro mod dirt bike. I literally was watching that video. And when they started doing that, I turned it off. Cause I'm like, well, I'm, <laughs> I'm not, you know, I'm not getting one anyway, but I mean, what's interesting is I think, the people that RC appeals to are the ones that actually want to do all that. I know they're they like, they're that, actually, yeah. they're actually like, Whoa, I can like change out the springs and do this. Like they're like already like, like they're not there before they even run it. They'll probably start changing stuff. Yeah. That's yeah. just human nature, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. You know what? I was doing a little bit of uh, thought, on the price too you were you were talking about the price the 600 yeah, like bucks it. you weren't really wild about the price um i was doing a little research on that and what i was thinking of is i asked some of my friends i was like because i started thinking back all right so when i in like the late 80s or whatever when i was getting rc cars i was like so how much really were these cars right and I was asking my friend, um, I was like, how much did you pay? Like, do you remember how much a Clodbuster was in like 1987 or 1988? Oh. And. Here goes the inflation calculator. Yep. And, <laughs> and he's like, he's like, yeah, I, I bought my Clodbuster for 260 uh, was the mail order price. And it was 300 at my hobby shop. And you know, you put the you put it in, you know, three hundred dollars in nineteen eighty seven versus you know, what is that today? And today it's over eight hundred dollars. Wow. So um by comparison, you know, so I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, you know, I essentially in nineteen eighty seven or nineteen eighty eight, I'm asking my parents. I'm asking my parents to buy an $800 Cloudbuster for me that still didn't have a radio or a battery or a charger. So in order to get all that, it was going to be in today's money over a thousand bucks for the Cloudbuster that I wanted. Right. Um, and you know, this is 600. I think it's actually for the one for 600, I think has all that. So, uh, well, there's yeah, uh, it, two versions of it, or what's the cheapest yeah. one? Yeah, uh, I, I want to say, bucks. Yeah. yeah, I mean, to me, I'm like, you get a battery and a charger, I'm like, yeah. Well, not? I think the other one was just a pro, I think they both do. I think, uh, the way it was explained to me was just you're paying for the pro circuit name. Uh, yeah, actually, I don't know. Yeah, somebody in chat would mention it. Yeah, uh, like Keen's a, saying uh, he thinks this bike will get more people in RC racing. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, sure, that's what I, that's what I'm hoping for, and that's why I told Frank, I'm like, you know what? I hope you guys sell a hundred thousand of these things. Like, oh yeah, absolutely. That's just going to be good for everything. I mean, what happens is you're going to get these. You're going to have a, you're going to have a a click of guys that get them and go to run them. Um, but then you're going to have, uh, and then you're going to have people that, that are buying them for the first time, 
you know, is what, you know, Keenan is obviously alluding to is people, they're going to get into RC for the first time. And then that will trickle into other classes. So that's what we're hoping for is, you know, that'll be more people maybe that get into eight scale, get into 10 scale off-road because then they'll see these vehicles. And, you know, when, when you get into something like RC and you like it, you just want more of it, right? So pretty soon you have a dirt bike, an eight scale, a 10 scale, and whatever else you can convince your credit card to buy you. <laughs> yeah, as Jim Hughes is saying here, Gotti, I, oh. what is he saying? I, I, uh, motorcycle I shops are going to carry them as well, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, that was a point that uh, I somebody brought up to me too, is they're like, you know, they're talking about that as, you know, maybe these power sports stores that specialize in kind of, uh, you know, all these kind of utility type vehicles will get into having that as well. Maybe they'll get into RC more. You know, so we'll see them have them alongside of the the one-to-one scale. Uh, Joe's there saying, here's a real question. How will Traxxas find a way to sue Horizon for some extremely obscure copyright infringement? Well, I was actually thinking of it as the opposite. What I was thinking is, is they are going to, if this vehicle has success, this dirt bike, how is Traxxas going to make one and get around the patent pending items that Losi has in this vehicle. So to me, that's where the real battle is going to be. It's not going to be in, I think, the the copyright infringement that Traxxas is going to look at. I think what's going to happen is they're going to have to figure out a way, if successful, to make something similar without infringing on their potential patent. So this is the little war that's shaping up. So that's to me what is what is going to be interesting. And I think what's going to happen is, <clears throat> and now this is you're Pretty assuming you're assume I'm assume assuming that this is popular. And right off the bat, Atraxis says we got to have one of these. Now, how do we make it? the same or better then you and they have the resources to to dig into this just as well as anybody else or better to make something as good or better without infringing on their possible patents that's where i see this heading if assuming it's popular because if it's not popular then they're not going to bother right i mean why would they uh but where this is valuable, I think, for Horizon, it's not necessarily valuable right now, although it, it can be. But what's valuable is in the three or four other vehicles that are the offshoot of, like we talked about in the other show, the MotoGP bike, the Harley, the jet ski, you know, whatever you can use this technology for, um, for two-wheel or two-wheel kind of vehicles or things that are controlled 
by balance by humans, right? That's kind of what it is. Is it's a balance, it's a balance control type of thing um, with that's normally controlled by a human. So what I think that's what I think is going to happen is uh, this this stuff can carry over to three or four different products that are all potentially good sellers. Um, and then you start, then the Traxxas of the world are like, Oh, you know, now we got four or five vehicles or different types of things here that, that are doing pretty well in their own right. And man, we're going to have to take a shot at this. And then how do they attack it? And can they make it better? Uh, because I, you know, obviously there is a way to get around patents and change things and stuff. So how do you do that? How do you build the better mousetrap without, uh, infringing and I'm looking forward to see that battle <laughs> shaping. Yes, if Traxxas wants to get into it. Yeah. And that's assuming, <laughs> like we said, that's assuming yeah. there's a reason. And maybe you know like you know Joe, you know what what Joe said, you know, um, um about the Traxxas going after him for something obscure. Uh, I guess it's possible that, you know, that happens, you know, Traxxas has shown they've done that. Um, but I don't know if that, if that's the, I don't know if that's the answer. Um, I don't know if that's the answer for them. The answer is to make something bigger and better, right? That's really the answer. Um, Key insane Traxxas will say, "Hold my beer," and make one. They might. They ain't afraid of no lawsuits. They might. Uh, Jerry's saying, "I'm afraid that the bike isn't going to work at most indoor tracks. It turns like a dump truck." And I did watch a video. I don't know what track that was from, Jason, but I was like, "Oh, damn!" So these things ain't going to work on tracks like this. Uh, he's probably right. I don't, you know, I think, like I said, you know, it, it helps to have a specific track. I mean, I've never driven one. I don't know. I'm just going by the video. Well, you have one, you have one coming, right? Yeah, I ordered two. Nice. Yeah. One to shine, one to and grind. One. Oh, okay. I thought you were sending me one. I'm going to try it out. Uh, Do not put the training wheels on it, Jason. I want to see you go around without the training wheels. You can't. That has to be. Yeah, I mean, it's you. You would think like they got to be bummed out a little by that. Like, you think? Oh, I'm sure it was a blow. It was a huge. They're probably like, damn, can we not have these? Yeah, but I guess the tech isn't there, right? Well, I think the issue is, is you can't. There's only so far you can go past. um, There's that breakover point when you get leaned too far uh at a certain point it just loses it loses its grip grip on the surface because you you can only roll on that far on that tire and you can only get over so far and yeah but that's where the human the human element of the real thing of being able to move your weight around being able to put your well you put your feet out sometimes i guess um (laughs) That's kind of like training wheels, <laughs> but I don't, you know. I, <laughs> but yeah. um, there's a lot going on there, and I think 
because I did have that in my mind too, like that this thing wasn't going to have those um, those uh, lean bars, is what they call them, the lean bars. Yeah. I believe. I kind of in my mind, I kind of had it without that. Like when I kind of knew about what was going on with this project a little bit, and I kind of like you kind of run it in through your mind. I kind of felt like it didn't have that in my mind because I. But, yeah, but if you think about how, yeah, how are they going to get rid of that? It's like I think it's. I don't know. I, I've noticed on some on-road well, bikes. Charlie Mack is saying uh, add a uh, servo to stick the driver's leg out, and you won't need uh, trainers. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> they might have. Uh, yeah, there you go. Why don't they try it? I don't, maybe they did try it. That's hilarious. Yeah, I mean, you know how awesome would it be to see the driver's leg go out when you go through a turn? Well, if you if you could make the driver fully act like a human, then you wouldn't need the well, gyroscopic type stuff either. But. Maybe in the next version, we could have a little AI driven driver, like it has AI installed in it. I, knows what- I was gonna bring up the AI thing, but it's <laughs> good that you went there. Yeah. It learns the track as you drive it around, and then next thing you know, that that thing's sticking its foot out. Well, what you, you do, no, what it is is it. You first put the trainers on, and you have to do like several laps, right? Yeah, right. And then and then it learns where that becomes you know an issue, right? It learns where those those sharp leans are. And it learns all these things like the AI you're talking about. Then you can take them off. Then you can take them off because it learned what was going on. And there you go. That would be so epic. You know it's coming. You know these uh, products from RC, you know, electronic, AI-driven, AI-installed. It's coming. Probably. Um... Uh, Keaton's saying there was something out there like that. Kyosho had a, a uh, had a bike that the rider moved as well. Okay. I yeah. Uh, I mean the the other thing. I mean I, we talked about how Kirby was disappointed that the handlebars didn't move, right? Oh, that's another good point. Yes. Yep. <laughs> Kirby, he was really disappointed by that. He's like, the guy doesn't move. This is like, dumb. Well, <laughs> I'm like, well, if you could put a real rider on it, we wouldn't need it. We need any of the rest of it. Uh, Kian saying the rider leaned his knee when it went out as you turned. Okay. Yeah, which is essentially this, you know, what um, was it? Charlie Mac was saying, yeah, does have the rider? Um, yeah. I guess the question is that I come back to. What's the obsession over the dirt bike? Like, what? Why? Why is? Why is that have to? Why does it have to be a bike? Why? What's wrong with the four wheels? It right? seems like, like a lot of all these RC guys are super. Oh, no, I know. I, oh. I know. I get it. I, I get the 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 fascination, and I, I I think it's cool too. I had um, four wheelers and three wheelers when I was a kid. I get it, but at the same time, we're trying to make we're we're trying to make a dirt bike work 
good enough to where it kind of is close to what we already have. It's like, what we already have is better. (laughs) You know what I mean? Right. It's like, like the like to me like the thought process is kind of strange like it's like well we already have the most badass little backwards thing you can there get. yeah we we already have the most badass thing you can get on you know it's just on four wheels but for some reason we're obsessed with making it into two wheels and it's like well we already have all this with four wheels and it's really good but for some reason you got to put it in two wheels and then make it. Um, and then you want it to do the impossible, right? It, like it's a magic wand. Right. Um, like, you, you know, you can just stand on the driver's stand and you can make it do all these things that it looks like That's... it does. It, like, it looks like it does on TV. And you're like, well, well, really, if we just run the other cars we have, they do all the things that all real cars do, but better. <laughs> so it's like, uh, yeah, I, I guess that's kind of my a little bit of my mind. Yeah, and that might end up hurting that too because people I mean these things look cool but when you get them out there and you're like uh you know like next thing you know the class dies down but Yeah, I mean what we're not you know really what I mean? even you sure of. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, what we're not even sure of is it is it a class. Well, yeah, you know, that's it might We're be not even sure we're not around. even sure. Yeah, we're not even sure of that yet. Uh we have to let it we have to let it get going. I saw the first race. Saying, uh, good. The, the first race I saw was RC excitement is starting a race uh, for them. I think in August, they said that they're going to have a dirt bike race in August. Um, so that's the first oh. race I've seen for one. Okay. Well, that'd be interesting, right? Yeah, I guess, I guess ours would be called the, uh, um, the DBNS, the Dirt Bike National Series. Well, there you that's go. That's what we'll have. That will. Ha- that's what we'll have to have. The DBNS. Well, I got. Yeah, I have to see these things in a race first, right? You know, I just can't see a video of one going around, but it should be very interesting, to be honest with you. Um. real rc racing so i don't know i think it could go the other way too i was going to mention like somebody can get this thing for the for the first rc right go out there and just be like you know what's that now i'm thinking it could go the other way you can control like let's say you're getting into rc and you buy this bike because you like motocross or whatever you go out on the track it's turning like a dump truck on you or something or you just don't like the way it feels or whatever, and you may not get into RC because of it. Could go the other way too. Could, Absolutely. Could be, I mean, yeah, it's gonna get people into it, but it also can turn I'm interested to see. I know everybody gets all hyped up over these things like the RC ten classic when it came out and you know it dies mm-hmm. down after a while. So I'm curious to see how this goes. It's gonna sell like gangbusters at first, I think, but does it have the longevity? Does it have that? Yeah. <clears throat> the staying power. The staying power. So I just I missed it. What you had uh, Keenan had a comment there. What, what was he? What was that last one? Um, 
I think it was this one. He said it was it was the gateway to real RC racing. I um, yeah, I didn't quite understand it. What's the gate? What's gateway to real RC racing? Well, he's saying like, uh, especially first timers will buy this and then be like, oh, I want to try out a buggy now. <clears throat> uh, what he's saying is they'll get into real RC racing. Right. Oh yeah, that's that's what we hope. Yeah. But honestly, that's the hope with every single RTR and our every vehicle that's out there, right? So like there's a thousand different types of RC cars and that all of them could potentially lead to to RC racing. But maybe this kind of person that is into the dirt bike type of thing, maybe they're more of a racer at heart and that might be kind of be our our person right uh joe's there saying that not everything's perfect and the training wheels and slow flat corner speed are what you're going to have to deal with with this bike he's cool with it there you go and i'm not cool uh, with much <laughs> and i'm oh yeah i'm and i'm not cool with much yeah he's like and if you don't like it i'm gonna put you in an arm bar uh, he's also saying if you're just getting into RC, you're not aware that your MX is turning like a dump truck, just like when you're. Ch- <laughs> <laughs> it just took one guy to say dump truck, right? Yeah, <laughs> I like that dump truck. Nobody's even driven one, but it's a, it turns like a dump truck. And then he has to brag about himself here. Just like when you're just starting in jiu-jitsu and you don't realize I'm going to put you to sleep with a, sw- a sweet, sweet collar choke. Okay. <laughs> the collar choke. Every time uh, you know he mentions about his uh, MMA thing or whatever, I just think of the scene from Indiana Jones where that guy's doing all this stuff with the swords and then he just pulls out a gun and shoots him. So. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Kian saying uh, yes but the MX bike appeals to so many more people and then they will discover RC racing and he's Kian's really on this here man Uh, people will look for actual tracks and be like oh wow RC racing is a thing boom new RC racer yeah I, I, I agree I mean that's what we went through I think that was kind of the the slash part of it. And you know what? If Horizon has the next slash, they got they're going to get their money's worth out of this. That's, is Kian a I mean, paid spokesman for them? Is that what's going on here? Is that what's going on? on the, he's on it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, but you know what? I think you know he just got that loves cash hat. well, he loves RC racing. No, um, yeah. you know, obviously, like everybody, so you want to channel more over there to RC racing. I don't disagree. That's for sure. Um, I got two on order. Yeah. Jason has two. See that. Uh, Kian says he's he's seeing the potential. So we'll see what happens. You don't know until it hits the market. Um. Yeah, there is a lot of people out there that don't realize. But here's the also, I don't know. There is, there is people out there that uh, I would show them RC videos, and they're just kind of like, eh, okay. You know? So there's people out there that don't really 
when you still show them what's going on today, um, it's like, you know, when you explain the RC podcast to them, they just cannot. And then you show them a video and they're like, oh, little toy cars. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's great. Good luck with that podcast. It's never, it's very interesting what draws people to this. Um, um, <laughs> here we go. This is a good question, really. Uh, but yeah, it, it's it's always interesting to see what draws people into doing this, and because, like, just like you said, I, I've and this has been, I would say, in the last <clears throat> couple weeks. Like, I was on a plane talking to somebody recently, like. Um, I was in the aisle, they were in the center and they were asking me what I was doing. And I was showing them some video of racing where we were. I think it was the roar Nats. I was showing them video of the roar Nats. And then, um, uh, somebody from Starbucks that I go to, they're asking me about, you know, RC or whatever. And I've showed them the videos and what's weird is you can tell what I'm showing it to them that it doesn't really mean a lot to them. And, and it's always kind of like, like when I'm showing them the video, I always feel disappointed right away because it just doesn't, Yeah, I could tell, I could just tell that they're not that into it. And I'm just like, and I'm like, why aren't they into this? Like, you know, what, what is it that it's missing to them? And maybe it's because, it's something that's better seen live than it is in video or it's something maybe it's better to experience like once you, once you do it or once you build it and once you're into it, it changes your perspective on it. But when I show these people the video, I can see it in their face and in their eyes that it's like, yeah, eh. you know, they're just like, ah, eh. Yeah, it's that's cool. I, and but it's just not their thing right away. You can tell. Yeah, it's not my thing. Like and it doesn't really matter to them. Uh and I don't yeah, know I don't know that I've ever showed a video to anybody that went out and bought the car. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it's yeah, like it's I, I even brought friends else. to races and they were just like, uh okay, have fun with that, bro. <laughs> it's something else. There's something else to it that, that hooks you in. And it it is, there is a personality type for this. There is something that it hits with certain people that it just does not with others. And it, and, uh, and that's what I've seen. And so, but yeah, like as Keenan said, getting it into some more racer, uh, people with that racing mentality or that, that idea you know, for instance, we were just at the Visions event, and we had a A main had a great try me track that they were working there with HPI, and we had our awesome RC, the I'll say the real RC track um, that Joey built. This thing was great. You know, it's amazing. Like the driver stands nice for this. The, the track itself was great. We had some people watching. There were some spectators, but in reality, in the grand scheme of things, compared to how many people were out there, there wasn't that many people watching. 
And then the people that were doing the Try Me track, sure, they had some in and outs, uh, kids, parents, adults, trying the cars out. But I always felt like they were coming to it because they were just bored. Like they were just coming to check it out, but they they already had, you know, the, the event we're at, they already had a UTV, they have a dirt bike. You know, they have a real dirt bike. They have a UTV. Yeah. They have a rock bouncer, like we talked about. They have, uh, they have all these things already. They already have, like, all these cool vehicles, right? So, to me, like, when they came over and saw what we were doing, I think they also thought it was neat. But I think to them, they also felt like, well, I have the real thing. Like, you know, like, so it's something, and it, and it was like, yeah, I felt like, there were people out there that thought it was neat and thought it was cool, but I didn't think they thought it was more neat and more cool than what they were already doing. Right. And, and it was hard for me to disagree, but to me, and I think I see it from a different way, but when I'm watching them all, I like the RC better. Yeah. I think they're, yeah, I like when I look and I'm looking at one side and I see the real racing going on and then I look over at the RC, I just see way more capability out of the RC stuff. Like I'm like we have way more traction, we have way more power, our our tracks, our obstacles, we jump way further. Like it's just like to me it's like the it's like on um steroids or whatever. You know what I mean? It's on like you know the the things are just amazing. And like you watch the real cars try to accelerate up a dirt section of the hill and they're like barely making it up. Right. They're just like, you know, they're like, you know, they're just, it's just, it's almost looks like it's in slow motion. But then Mm -hmm. I mentioned when we talked about this the other day, I went in to the trailer and live RC and I looked at it on the screen when they were filming it. And I was like, wow, the real cars look awesome on TV and the <laughs> RC ones don't. Right. Right. That's the first thing I thought of is I was like, why, when I watch it in person, I mean, I, I know, but when I'm watching it in person, I'm just bored with the real stuff and the RC one I'm super into. And then when I go and look at it on video, I'm like, oh man, the, the real car looks awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I know what you mean. Absolutely. And and that's the other thing. When I show people video of RC, that's why I I guess, you know, seeing it in person does help because it, I think it does look better in person than it does in video. Lots of times I go back, I was just talking about this with Spencer today and, or was it yesterday? He was commenting, he was going back on YouTube and watching a lot of videos Uh, that Hannah had put up on our channel. And he's like, I went watched, went, went back and watched the Roar Nats. And he's just like, you know, he's like, it was like kind of a lot better in my mind than it was when I went back and watched it. And I'm like, that's pretty common. Like it is like, because you can't replicate what you're feeling at the time. You can't replicate being in the moment and not knowing the result either. 
Um, but yeah, it was, it was just interesting that, uh, it's hard to capture that, uh, that part of, of RC. Uh, Jason's saying videos don't get people hand them a radio and let them try it is, is the way. And I'm not sure if that's exactly the way either, because I've done that in the past and people are like, can't, I can't do this done. Never. You know what I mean? Like they just never got into it. There, Cause there is but. another component to it. There is something about people's personality that draws them to this. And it's not for everybody, which is fine. You know, it's like, um, some people like to go out on their bicycle and, and run, you know, and go 300 miles in a day. And it's like, well, I don't want to do that. You know what I mean? Like, I would, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just yeah. some things appeal to some people. Um, you know, it's like when I, I was thinking about this, my dad, the other oh, story my dad told me one day and it's like to him, he's like, I remember me and uh, one time me and Mike, we had to lay block by ourselves and uh, we were doing a, a retaining wall fence in the backyard and just me and him together we laid 2,600 blocks that day. We labored for ourselves. We put the mud on the, uh, the scaffolding. We laid all the blocks, 2,600. He's like, I remember that night. He's like, I think I woke up and I had these heart palpitations going on. And hmm. But when he's telling me about this, he's like, that was a good day. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like right. he's like, that was a great day. <laughs> we, we, we laid like 2,600 blocks by ourselves and – yeah, I don't know if something was going on with my heart that night, but, you know, hey, that was a great day. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, like, so it's just, like, some things just appeal to people in a different way. And and um, and it's it's so it's about the numbers. It's about finding those people because it's, like, you know, 10 out of 10, it, you know, it's not the thing for 10 out of 10. Maybe it is for – maybe it's, you know, one out of every – thousand or one out of every couple hundred but you, you got to introduce it to numbers right it's the numbers that 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 contribute to it so if you get into this dirt bike or whatever the dirt bike of the moment might be and then it turns into they want to uh, you know transition from there then you got one right yeah Uh, Keaton saying uh, that's because we don't use our professionals in a professional way. Guys in straw hats, T-shirts, and shorts, no style, no hype, no pizzas, pizzas, no pizzas. <laughs> <Pizzas. laughs> <laughs> um, wow, really? Because I see everybody in—I I mean, I don't—I don't watch much of it now. But uh, are you guys all wearing your team shirts and? Is uh, putting a name on the back of the shirt still a thing? And then, not, um, not for me. Aren't you guys all decked out in your race stuff? I mean, unless I'm reading this wrong, maybe, maybe that's what I'm doing there. Uh, I, yeah, I think he's just talking about having it presented in a, a little bit more of a professional way. Um, yeah, but uh, the yeah. live RC is doing a great job of that. Well, the the visions when they when they edit that together, I'm sure it's going to look really nice. 
Um, yeah, Keegan's saying pro racers look like spectators at our series, not participants, and that's the first impression potential spectators see. It's amateur at best. Really? Man, I guess seem like you're all decked out. Well, shit. no, I guess what would be the next step? Um, I guess he'd have to have like a full race well, suit, what you, like a driver's <laughs> suit, or like a, and a helmet, or like, um, or you go to the X-ray, you go to the suits. <clears throat> I mean, look at Ernie. On. You know, Matt Francis said in the past, Ernie was like one of the first when he was on the pod. He said, uh, Ernie, and obviously Ernie was one of the first people to introduce, like, you know, the team shirts and, uh, you know, getting the Trinity drivers decked out, you know what I mean? And then all of a sudden, you guys copied. What did we copy? <laughs> Trinity was, like, one of the first to, like, really invest in banners and T-shirts and, you know, making the pro drivers look like pro drivers out there. Oh, I don't remember that. Yes, I could and go back to that interview, Jason. Come on, man! Ernie's the first one to really invest in all that. You guys had your shirts, but I mean, Ernie was really uh, apparel was like the Trinity thing. Yeah. All right, don't hate. Don't hate. Right, um, uh, uh, Keen's saying that he doesn't want them to wear a suit, but maybe a dress code, Matt. I don't. So. Again, I'm going to ask Jason, are you you guys, when I'm watching it, you guys are all decked out in your gear, your sponsorship shirts and your, uh, what color shorts are that now? The Well, you, you would probably have to have some kind of like a matching, there'd have to be sort of a matching ensemble that you're kind of putting together to look a little bit more. So yeah, like I guess you would have to have more of a, um, a printed style um, shirt, shorts. Shorts? Um, Oof, don't do that. You know, but it would have to be, I, I think what he's talking about is those maybe like more of like the printed stuff. Um, well, I'm sure he'll chime in. Like the, you know, like the crew shirts we have. I mean, the first crew shirt I had, which I think was. Uh, uh, polo shirts. Um, yeah, I don't know about that, guys. I well, like the well, t-shirts. Well, 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 I had it, well, I mean, our first crew shirt was, I think, in like 20, 2010. Maybe I, like I don't think spectators care about what what you're looking like up there. I don't know. Just say you agree with me. Billy Bruce is saying wear Dickies, maybe. There you go. <laughs> Dickies. A lot of plenty of people were wearing Dickies already. Uh, Jason, you need a Chuck Norris figure on your bike. There you go. He's right. Uh, Kean is saying Kean really chiming in here, Kean. Uh, he's, he's saying it makes all the difference. Okay. I'm not quite sure what they what he wants. Kean, I'm really I'm not quite sure. I'm okay with the t shirts. I think we gotta get the photo sent over. Yeah, a, I mean, I'm fine with what the guys are wearing. I mean, like you see, how about Spencer Masami's outfits? Masami, uh, no, outfits. yeah, that's what I don't want to do. <laughs> Masami's oh. got he had his own outfit. He had a he race had his suit. Own. He had a race suit. <laughs> he had a ra- You know, his dad used to custom paint all that. Yeah, stuff. I know. Yeah, 
But I mean, I don't want a bunch of guys up there doing that. That's that's his look. <laughs> you don't want me to have my flames? Yeah, I don't want your dad painting your uh, t-shirt for you. <laughs> well, not your t-shirt, but your suit, right? He's like, you know, after I laid that 2,600 blocks, I went ahead and made this race suit for you. It was a good yeah. <laughs> no, no, let's no, let's not start doing that. F one pit crew shirts. Eh, I, I don't know. I'm well, fine the with the crew, t-shirts. Well, the the pit crew shirt is the crew shirts that we have. Uh, Paul Wynn saying that uh, Kian probably wants a. Uh, I'm guessing he's saying Kian uh, RCGP. What would they do? Uh, would they do polo uh, shirts? I think because somebody mentioned polo shirts or pit crew shirts. Well, they they had they had the. Uh, I think it's is it sublimated is the the terminology I think is of the the is basically of the the crew shirt what I'm talking about is a crew shirt it yeah is, it's printed all over and then it's sewn together um, nah. that's what kind of I think the I kind of think that's what the F1 crew shirts are all right well maybe, maybe it works I don't know that I just don't think that has anything to do with spectators but or getting people in RC, but I think the uh, MX bike has a better chance, maybe. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, maybe maybe uh, Corey Jordan uh, saying uh, left tire salute by the way, Corey. Um, uh, Hoochie Daddy shorts. So there, maybe that would do it. What do you think of that, Ken? <laughs> maybe that would do it. <laughs> that, w- that would be very interesting. Uh, Joe Zare saying uh, RC GP GP was almost there, almost. Unfortunately, JQ was too involved, even though it wasn't his. Okay. Um, I know nothing about that series, so other than what you guys were mentioning about it. Yeah, I mean, I followed uh, it a lot. I think that's kind of what you know. Obviously, that is a great series for Keenan and uh, the the podcast and stuff and. I definitely watched the videos. I checked it all out and talked to David, uh, Keenan, JQ. Yeah, we all talked about it, and uh, those guys experienced it firsthand. Um, it wasn't a success. <laughs> I mean, it, it just it wasn't. It didn't work out so far. Not that it wasn't cool. Not that the videos didn't look cool. But ultimately, it has to pay uh for itself and i don't know um Hmm. maybe there'll be another another shot at it down the road but there was definitely some cool elements to it but so it's not yeah it's not around no more yeah yeah i don't know if it's officially never like coming back i I just know that like not this not happening this year well, maybe we need a different dress code. Maybe it's the shirts, Ken. <laughs> we got to change the shirts. Get those new shirts. Because <laughs> uh, Ken's saying that at JQ Racing, there was an actual dress code. You had to have uh, the college shirt. Man, I couldn't stand dress codes. I was in Catholic school, and they always made you wear like a tie and stuff. I was always down at the nun's office just getting absolutely beaten because I wouldn't wear my tie, my clip-on tie. So I wouldn't do good with a, a team if I was on a team and they had a dress code. I would not do good with that at all. I, I don't think I'm alone on that. But uh, so they had to have uh, collared shirts. You had to wear black shirts or pants and a JQ racing hat and black shoes. Man, I 
I didn't know that. That's really interesting. Like they actually had a dress code. What happens if you showed up to a race and you didn't have black shoes? Would they tell you you can't race or the black shoes is really. So when you're saying shoes, are you saying like a dress shoe or is it, could it be a sneaker? <laughs> I, I think it was a sneaker. Yeah. You know, when I think of dress codes, I just think of x-ray. X-ray should be wearing suits at the races. That would be the way to go. The suits. Yeah. That's pretty classic. The, the, the suits the, is classic. That X-ray has it down, man. They just need to be doing that at the race. I like that was like. And you know what team they're on when you see the suits. It's X-ray. I'm a RC car driver, but I wear a suit. Yeah. It's like. So yeah. they're saying making it look professional for TV. Well, I don't know. I think it. I think the shirts look cool today with all the sponsors on it. The hat. I'm good with that, man. I, I don't think there's anything. I never looked at the drivers and thought, you know, man, we need to spiff that up a little. But that's just my opinion. Um, somebody mentioned here, Jason, that uh, – oh, it was Matt Olson. He said, uh, I had a custom MIP race shirt uh, made that were printed like motocross shirts. Jason used to call it the shirt, and guys would make fun of it, but I liked them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, Brent used to make fun of my crew shirt. Um, the one. Yeah. yeah the, uh, he, I think he called it the super shirt. Uh, I could go get mine out of the closet. Uh, Keen uh, saying the statement's not about, yeah, uh, we realize that, but I'm just saying, I'm talking about in general. I don't think we need a dress code. I think they look fine. Let me go get my. I'll get my shirt. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You do how, that. You, you, go do that, Jason. And can you still hear me out there, Jason? While you're out there in a different. I room? can. I can hear you. So, um, talking about the shirts, though, and uh, the mechanic shirts. Remember those? So. Yeah. Uh, Matt Francis had one made up, and Kirby Han actually had one of them. Uh, Matt gave him one, a Trinity one, and it was gray with the Trinity logo on it. And that thing actually looked really cool. It's about getting on ESPN. I don't think that's going to (laughs) happen. We've been been talking about ESPN since the 90s. Hasn't happened, not going to happen. Don't want to be negative, but I'm fine with Live RC doing it. Just let Live RC do it. And, you know, they're trying to get it out there to. well, with this vision thing, right, Jason? They got to go into some channel, so yeah, I'm fine Speed with that. Sport. We don't need ESPN. They're a bunch of clowns. Here's my shirt. There. They just, well, there you go. That's uh, let me go pull that up here. Yeah, there we go. Jay Cosmo. This is. Okay. I think this was my favorite one. So that's what Kean wants. He wants you guys to be wearing all the drivers to be wearing that. But you got to put all the sponsors on there though, too. So they can't do that. Yeah, I, I, I this. Is, I think this is my favorite one. Yeah. But I have like I got I like, like the LA night shirt better. LA baby. Yeah. <sighs> wow. This pod so, yeah, tired. So this is that my cool. uh <laughs> that was probably my favorite one. I, I like wearing them. Um I think it does look better. Um, okay. Well, John Bolton saying that was the best shirt. Very professional, Jason. <laughs> Thank you. Kean's chiming in, he likes that too. See? Yep. That's uh, I got like twenty. I think I have at least twenty of these different things. You know, we made new ones for Spain. 
we had new ones there. Um, we we do them for every worlds. Tim Barth has a good picture of Jeff Keaton in one. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. We we try to do new ones for every worlds. We're working on some right now for uh, for the worlds. This for year. the crew, like the, the 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 for you and yeah, the the factory employees. Yeah, but um, the drivers listen. Um, <laughs> this the is Dickies. Who, yeah. who said it was? We need to get the Dickies out. <laughs> yeah, somebody said that. Uh, so, um, Joe's Joe's there. Say, I'm glad I'm not a nut pro driver. I either wear my J Concept shirt or AE shirt and call a day. Or if it's a spec fifth scale race, I wear my old Navy tank top, suns out, guns out. Oh man. <laughs> Uh oh uh and each driver wears some color pants matching hats <laughs> I'm out Kean. I'm out Kean. I love you bro but I I'm I'm not uh I am not, not buying. It. Just no way. No. The the drivers are fine. They got the, the shirt looks fine. Um Sean Ireland checking in. Jason I have to pay to get everyone's shirts tailored so they look like Total Wolf. That's right. This is a crazy. Sean, I never thought we'd be talking about a dress code. <laughs> we got, we got the, the the top dog, Sean Ireland, then right now. Uh, uh, I. Oh, Matt Olson saying he sent me a photo of the MIP shirt. Okay. Uh, yeah, Keen, leave it to you to, when we're talking about shirts. I'm sure uh, I, I, your next podcast, uh, you devote the whole podcast to the dress code. <laughs> dress code. I'm telling you. Yeah, you know, the, and the thing is that Motorama, when I was sitting in, this is a few years ago, and I was in the stand sitting and watching the races. I think the hard, the kids love it, but they didn't understand what was going on because of the if Mark qualifying. So they were lost. They didn't understand why that truck wasn't, you know, they didn't understand what was going on. It was more, Motorama was better when it was heads up because that's what that event should be, really. It, should, it turned into like a pro event and it just needs to be an event where you're showing off RC to the massive crowds that comes through that area. And well, you know just what? give them a heads up racing. Like, cause it's, it's just not. Re- relating to them like they don't know what's going on because when they say car one go car two they're like what what's going on here and then they just walk away you know but not everybody but you know everyone walks Uh, away (laughs) so (laughs) sean saying if we can just find a way to keep super glue off our shorts when gluing tires that would be a start man i hate when that happens You'll have like a really nice shirt or everything you like, and then you get glue on it. Man, that was the worst. And you got that spot, and you always feel like you can get it off, but you never really can. Like you're like picking at it. You're like trying to like. Yeah, you're like, oh, that's going to come off. Yeah, I can get this. And it just, it never, it never works. And you, and, but what's weird is like, you'll try forever because you still think, I can do it. I can do it. This feels like it's. I'm making a difference right now. It's going to come off. Nope, it doesn't. 
let's see. John Bolton saying it's bad when a guy fishing for bass look more professional. It's bad when a guy fishing for bass look more professional. It's hard to take someone as a professional when they're dressed like roadie for Metallica. Matt Metallica. I think he's I just got Metallica tickets. Um, I just bought Metallica tickets. What? <laughs> what? I did. Tickets Jeez. for Metallica. For, uh, it's not until November, though. All right. So I had to get him. I had to get them in advance. But so got, uh, Allison wanted to go see that. No. You? Yeah, Metallica. Wow, I just don't picture you at a Metallica concert, but okay. I think I've been to like three of them. I think. <laughs> um, <laughs> How come I'm just finding out about this? Yeah, that's. Hmm. All right. Well, it's good stuff. This is I did, unbelievable. Got my mind off of the Trinity. So that was our hot topic, man. That was our hot topic. Then we got into the MX bikes. So, oh, Sean, while you're in here, somebody had a question. What, what's AE's next move? I guess you can't say on the pod. <laughs> <laughs> so, but they're saying, uh, hey, AE, what, how are you going to answer that one? Three wheelers. Yeah, there you go. Make a three-wheeler. Yep. Bring back Tech Talk and make a three-wheeler. There you go. Um, Shane saying, my wife just heard a super, super glue comment, cracked up laughing. She thought I was the only one with uh, glue spots all over my shorts. Well, you're not. So No. Definitely not. That's the, I used to like peeling off your fingertip, and it was like a perfect fingerprint then. You're like, ooh, look at that. Yeah. That's some amazing stuff. There you go. Sean's response to the low C MX bike. We're always improving our craft. <laughs> what a corporate answer. Corporate answer. We'll call him Corporate Sean from now on. Just come in and... Yeah, yeah hearing that. Gotti say Trinity during the podcast is like a drinking game. Well, I'm sorry, but Trinity is the hot topic. There it is again. Play that game, Matt. See how drunk you get. <laughs> um, does it count that I'm wearing the Trinity shirt, the old school shirt that everybody used to be after back in the day? The Not the uh, the Godzilla? No. this is Well, yeah, but I mean, this is the black team shirt that People used to always call for and be like, oh, man, when are you getting more of those in? Please. That was it, huh? Yep. Jeff Todd, Sean Ireland, always involving. There you go. AE, always involving. You like that? Oh, yeah, I actually just put it together. There you go. Give me a second. All right. Well, it's getting late here. Matt's got... What picture does he have? What car does he have in there? That's my picture. Matt's what? using the, my picture. Oh, oh, I forgot. Some, he's uh, using your the, picture? That picture in Matt's, um, like his profile picture, is my picture of Masami's car. Oh, my God. <laughs> What's that? That's crazy. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if he... Um, I can't even see it on my computer screen. I can't imagine you looking at it on your phone. 
yeah, Masami's RC10. You know what we haven't talked about yet? Oh, no. What? Dress 96 code? Nats. 96 Nats. Way to bring that in. There you go. Never forget it. How about that you know what's weird? drinking game, 96 Nats? You know what's weird is until I started doing this podcast and you guys started talking about that race, I hated that race. Yeah, I know. You mentioned that. Yeah, I'm just like, that was like the worst one. But, you uh, mean you hated it before, like when you got there, or like what went down? Like you just didn't like the whole situation. Yeah, everything about it. Hmm. I, I didn't, I didn't like anything about it. I didn't like the way my cars on. worked there. I didn't like the the qualifying. Um, the track was okay, um, although. <laughs> When you look at it today, it's funny because it's so, like, <clears throat> it's tiny. <laughs> like, the, the jumps are very small. Uh, it's just amazing what we used to do, do back then. Yeah. Um, but to me, the race has gotten better by talking to you guys about it. Um, it was something I just completely, like, I, you know, the whole thing with the four wheel drive stuff we talked about with somehow me winning the first main and putting the double X4 um, <laughs> away forever. Yeah, your chance, bro. Yep. I, you know, honestly, um, I that, that just became, that yep. just took such a great, uh, it was. It's been such a, a great topic of something I never really thought would have come up. Just um, kind of interesting, I guess. <laughs> You're still cruising the old uh, Trinity Online website. Yeah, I'll, I'll be on uh, way back all night here, just um, checking stuff out. David Spachette on the splash page, we used to call it. Yep. Remember that when it was like you couldn't go to the website right away? You had to first go to a website before a website page. I do that not. was the thing. It was the thing when you know for a while you had a splash page. So you'd like type in teamtrinity.com and it would have right. this graphic. Right here. Say, yeah, it would say teamtrinity.com. And then you had to click on that to actually get into the website. Which um, I don't recall that. Yeah, I think they call it a splash page. Leon saying, "Good old, good old Wayback Machine." What's the first J Concepts site look like? Yeah, we, I did a screenshot on, at several of them, and I, we were talking about earlier. We had a lot more variations than I ever, I ever thought. But there was a first one I did that I did my, uh, worked on, I edited myself and it was, it was built initially by a guy in California and I just did it for fun. I just put, I had like a Michael Jordan tab. I had like RC car tab. I had like, you know, stuff, whoever I was like, um, we were doing some work stuff for, um, team Losi at the time. So I was putting up like some body stuff. We were, working on and it was just kind of like i just did it for fun like 
and then when we actually started the we started J Concept stuff, then we had to get a real website, which David Jor built our first real website. Um, and I, I loved it when he built the first website, man, I loved, um, his work. I loved what he did on the first website. And then it kind of evolved from there, uh, to the point where we changed it and, uh, we kind of did what we could do for a while too. You kind of give it a little facelift over the years and to the point where we, then we did a whole redo then we had to redo that, and then recently we launched the another one which Rich Rich built. Whew. It's been a process, and you have to trust the process. It, it, what you really the toughest part about any of this kind of stuff is it's it's writing and it's photos you got to have good photos and you got to have writing to make it all come together. And even if you pay somebody to build you a website, they're still going to ask you for the photos and, you know, it's still going to ask you for the photos and the writing, right? No matter how much you, you, you post, um, it's like, or no matter how much you pay, they're still going to ask you for photos and writing. Hmm. Uh, Tim Barth asked Jason about a good memory from FCRC. Oh, that's easy. It has to be the tent that he built over the track. I've never seen anything like it. He, I, the Marty, I think it was his name, is he was obsessed with covering this outdoor track, which had a great, the, it had great dirt, had great Florida dark red clay. But he's like, he wanted to put a roof over it. <laughs> and he put poles in some of the corners. He put, I believe he put one in the center and then he essentially just got like a bunch of canvas material, like you would like a tarp, right? And he hooked all the tarps together, and he put like a makeshift tent over the top of this track. And I just couldn't believe that he got it good enough to actually do it. But he eventually had to take it down. But that was I, I still have the photos on my phone of it. That was the the best memory, and I had some good races there, um, racing with J.R. Mitch, Damon, Paul, uh, Ryan Eckert, Leon, who was just on. Leon was um, <clears throat> Felix Law. I think that's when we first started seeing a little bit of AJ Marasco coming out there too. I remember I ran some vintage RC10 stuff out there. We had some great races at FZRC. That was pr 
probably one of our favorite stops there for a while on the Super Cup was uh, was going to that track and we had fun. We went down there one night. Um, I forget what's the famous beach right there. I guess it could be Sarasota. I forget the name of what was down there, but we had a great time down there too. So it was a good, it was great. Uh, BJ is saying, I remember buying a lot of brush motors. There was a P P2K green machine and a couple others. Good old brush I, days. Yeah. Uh, couldn't beat and, it at that time. Um, I mean, those were the motors, right? I mean, don't forget midnight. You know that that's the that, yeah my favorite my favorite name. Uh, yeah, time. you're welcome. Yep. Uh, I mean, what's funny about the whole thing is with Trinity is they're really known at this. You know, it, it, it was monster horsepower, right? Right. That was the thing, and uh, Gil Losey won the very first world championship with Trinity modified. And then Reedy won the first uh, two-wheel world championship with Jay Halsey, I believe. And But as time went on, what was really so popular for Trinity was all these stock motors. Uh, these generations, like you're talking about the green machine, the slot machine, the midnight that's what I remember more than anything is those stock motors, not the modified motors. And, you know, those are the ones that you won, like, you know, the, the Joel Johnson's and the Kinwalls. They had all these <clears throat> signature editions or, but what I remember mostly are the stock motors. There you go. P2K got it up on the screen. D4 modifieds. They had some ugly ones. What? Th yeah, there was some motors that were really ugly. You're probably thinking the spec ones. Stock ones look cool, man. Uh, the green <clears throat> one? Gosh, that was hideous. The green machine? Yeah, that thing was hideous. And then anything with too much gold ugly so you didn't like the p2k no oh man i like that one it looked cool midnight was awesome though yeah i think it kind of had the right amount of like gimmick and like look. the p2k was cool though pk the slot machine that was another one that was ugly with the red yeah that that yeah but. that thing was ugly uh in 1985 matt saying we used to water dip the stock motors and break them in have yeah. no idea if it worked. Yeah. Yep. I did, I, that. I did that when I first yep. started running my monster trucks again. I remember seeing the tip and car action back then. And I was like, what? So I tried it and I was like, damn, I don't know mm -hmm. if it really helped much, but yeah, same with me. I'm not sure that it really, but Hey, you tried it. Yeah. Um, Randy saying he still has some of the old green machine too and X Star stock motors in the package. I wonder what the X Star. I don't remember that one. I'm trying to think. And 
Green Machine. Corey, Corey Jordan wants to know what's the difference between Trinity and Trinity Platinum. I don't. I don't, I don't think. I think Trinity Platinum is a batter. I think a Platinum was a batter. Yeah, I don't. Right? It wasn't a brand. It was. It wasn't like a. Yeah, I think platinum was was just like a battery. Platinum batteries. They, yeah. yeah, I think it was just a battery. Unless uh, the new Trinity has something with platinum, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I think it was just like a, a version of a battery was a platinum. But yeah. like I said, yeah. a lot of people here in chat. Uh, John is saying uh, I still water break in my Ural truck motor, and use black death con drops. Damn. <laughs> I need to get that. I need to have John break in my uh, monster truck motors for me. Then seems like he's got it figured out. It's <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, this has been a lot of fun, man. It's getting a little late. I'm getting a little worn down. True Matt's thing. probably drunk now. If he's playing the, the uh, Trinity, how many times I say Trinity? Trinity, yeah. Trinity, Trinity, Trinity. Take a shot. Oh no, man! You're, he's done now. <laughs> But yeah, kind of a sad day, you know. Um, but like you said, you know, I got to look on the positive side of it. They uh, kept it going, Horizon. Yeah. You know what was going to happen to it? Yeah, we don't know. We don't know that. It's better that it's still around than it just disappearing. You know, so. Yeah, I agree. You don't know, and um, ultimately, you want the name to be out there. And if that was the only or the best option, then that was yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, we don't know the rest. We don't know the whole story. <laughs> Whoever this Matt guy is, he is a uh, Matt. Who is this Matt on YouTube? Uh, he has some hilarious quotes from movies that he's putting up here too. Making me lose all these comments. So they're moving up on me too fast. Um, He's also saying to Trinity by RevTech, my favorite 1990 mod motor was the green can RevTech that was 15 quad. I think I think Trinity did acquire the RevTech name. Right. Uh, and then Neil, Neil McCurdy, McCurdy when I was there. Yeah, Neil McCurdy was working there when I was there. Yeah, so Neil uh, went to work for Trinity, and then I think they absorbed that name RevTech. Yeah. Um, you know what's ironic is I bet you <laughs> – I bet you there was times where Trinity was like viewed as like how Horizon is today, right? Where oh, it's like like where where people were like, "Oh, Trinity, you know, buying up RevTech and you know, like you know what I mean? Like they were probably uh, similar thoughts probably were in those days uh, about things like that. Um, but the evil yeah, Empire, just, man. Mm-hmm. The good old days. Alex Sturgeon saying he had the perfect midnight motor back in the day. Club race killer. <laughs> Alex still working on the hair, I noticed. He's got yeah, uh, I see that in there, man. He's he's working on the hair. He was yeah. telling me he was gonna uh he, he coined a phrase that I'd never heard before called the frony tail. So he said that he could make uh, he his goal was by last summer was to get a ponytail and he was close at our race I believe, but uh, he's got to be really working the the ponytail by now. <laughs> I don't know I don't know Alex I ain't gonna make the dress code if they implement this in RC so 
you might have to shave that. Have to tighten up. You have to tighten, tighten your game up. If if the, if this uh, if Kean has his way, there's going to be a dress code in RC, and you guys are all screwed. <laughs> You're done. <laughs> You're done. Yeah. So, all right. Well, I don't know how to end it other than Pat Riley. Pat Riley is, is like our model. Going to have the hair slicked back. Slicked back. Yep. Pat Riley style. Jack Nicholas. Nicholson. Jack Nicholson. Nicholas, the golfer. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, great quotes that you're throwing up there, Matt. But uh, Alex Look, is saying that you could be jealous of that hair, but there is a lot of gray in that. So, you know, mm. there you go. You know what? I just saw a commercial, the, the Just for Men. Man. They got <laughs> that figured out. You can get that stuff brushed right out. And uh, Joe's there saying he has zero hair. Well, you can get us a can of that. I saw a commercial with the spray paint. Looks like, you know, you just spray it. You'll be fine. Got like that LeBron setup. <laughs> oh, God. Right? Yeah. Like yeah. whenever he does a movie or something, it's perfect. Yeah. He had his hair perfect. And then, then you the got court. these people on the internet that, and that, 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 you know, they take all his pictures and stuff. Yeah, and it looks terrible. And I and I'm thinking to myself, if if LeBron can't get hair, then no one can. Well, I mean, that's a good question, right? Right. Is you see a lot of these magic formulas and different <laughs> things you can do to re- regrow hair, but it's like LeBron doesn't regrow his hair. I mean, yeah. it's like and he's a billionaire. You would think basically. you would think, yeah, he's a billionaire. You should have the best of the best, and they still say that he was like painting it. <laughs> it's like it's like so. The best thing a billionaire can do to protect his hair is to paint it. <laughs> he got some of that yeah. rustoleum. He got the rustoleum paint from like Ace Hardware. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I, I I totally agree. It's like if a billionaire doesn't have this figured out, maybe it's not the real thing. Yeah, it's not happening. So that was two forty-five, guys. I appreciate. This I had the a... funniest. Okay, well, then, never my, mind. Okay, go ahead. My friend <laughs> telling me um, once about how he went to one of those hair club things for men, and he said that he got his hair piece, and he said he's like, I was so damn self-conscious with that on, way worse than I was. When I didn't have any hair, he's like, it worked the exact. He said it worked the exact opposite. He's like, he's like, I, I showed up and I had my hair piece on, and everyone just looked at me like, like I was crazy and like what had happened to me. And he's like, I was so nervous about it. He's like, I just, I just took it all off. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, there's no hope for us guys of losing our hair. So, all right, can I end the pod now? Is it is it yeah, good time? We got something yeah. else we can do. All right. Well, Jason Santos just entered, and he said uh, we can get started now. So, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, you, you <laughs> forgot to hit record anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jason, we gotta get something. We gotta get I, something going with him. I mean, I can scroll up here. I got other stuff that I didn't get to, but, uh, Jason, I bought another RC 10 T I'm going crazy. Uh, 
I don't know what can be done. Is there some kind of like uh, anonymous thing I can go to so I don't buy any more RC10Ts or RC10s? So uh, I don't know what I'm going to do. Here you go. Here you go, Jason. Chili Duncan, Gotti trying to wrap this up and Rowan pulling off the Columbo phrase. Just one more thing. <laughs> oh. That's so true. Just one more thing. Oh, just one more thing, sir. <laughs> oh, man. Alex Sturgeon saying the new track at the Plex is sick for next week. Whoops. Oh, no. Oop. Does he mean it has whoops or? Or whoops, he let out. Uh, or yeah, or he let out too much information. Um, Jason Santos saying that's a sickness. Jason, you're just going to deal with it. Yeah. <sighs> Alex Sturgeon. Yep. Okay. Yep. To what? <laughs> <laughs> Matt saying, "Love the podcast, Jason and Gotti. Why? Why you keep limiting my posts? I'm trying to bring the funny. Yeah, you are. You are bringing the. Fun. I'm laughing here reading this stuff." He's got a tons of movie quotes. So you're telling me there's a chance. Dumb and dumber. I've been using lately, you know, on Instagram, that when you go to the messages on Instagram, there's like, it's a thing called, you just, it says note. You know, I saw that on your Instagram and I had no idea. I think I responded, but I didn't know if you got the response. Yeah. It's really weird. That, but, yeah. You see this it's, little thing and I'm like, what is that above there? And I clicked on it and, and yeah, I forget so what you just, said, though. It just says note. So now what I've been doing is Googling um, Lone Wolf McQuaid quotes, and I just put them in there. I don't know what okay. it's for. It just says note, and you just click on it. And I've just been filling it in with a Lone Wolf McQuaid quote. There's several people that are like, they message me when they see it, and they're like, are you okay? And I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and they're like, oh, what does this mean? I'm like, oh, it's just a quote from Lone Wolf McQuaid. You know, are you? Yeah, because okay? yeah, <laughs> you know, because because they're just the most random things, right? From from the movie, so I could see how people, you know, definitely think I'm all out there, but that's just I'm just googling it and putting it in there. Yeah, I did see that, and I'm like, man, what is that about? I'm just throwing these uh, quotes up by Matt, so that way he can't say I didn't do that. Um, I like the one previous that you had there. Justin Juber says, I'm late. What did I miss? We're starting over again anyway. You missed a good meme. Yeah. Just, so this this is the quote you like? How the hell did you get the beans above the Frank? No, no, the one before oh. that. Napoleon Dynamite. Dynamite. Yeah. Napoleon says, don't be jealous that I've been chatting online with babes all day. <laughs> yeah. Need some babes and butthead quotes. All right. What else you got, Jason? You're wrapping it up. Are you guys uh, heading out to uh, – well, obviously, you're not heading anywhere this weekend. July 4th weekend. They so got the Monster Jam World Finals. We have some drivers doing the RC version of that this weekend in Nashville, Tennessee. Okay. And you're not going to that? I'm not going to that. We have some drivers there, but... Yeah, seems like something you'd be at, for sure. But we 
Um, next week is kind of our big thing is uh, the Bigfoot Open House is the end of next week. That's over in Pacific, Missouri. And uh, Fred, uh, Fred Reap, who I sold Bigfoot 4 to him. And he has been working on, uh, what's the right word? Restore. His, him and the Gateway Classic Mustang have been working on restoring Bigfoot 4. And they plan to debut it um, next Saturday in Pacific, Missouri. Uh, it's been five years they've been working on the truck. So this has been a five-year restoration. And this wow. is going to be the debut. It's mm-hmm. also going to be uh, the classic, like one of my heroes anyway, from the the old days was uh, Jim Cramer, the monster truck driver. It's going to be, he's 73 years old, and he decided he wanted to drive Bigfoot again. So they're going to let him drive Bigfoot one last time. So that's going to be the last ride they're calling it. That's uh, so that's next Saturday, same event. So we got a lot of cool stuff happening and at that event. So Rich is going to drive the van up this year. And so, and then I'm going to fly up on next Thursday. So I'm going to be there Thursday, Friday, Saturday, leave Sunday. Fred's going to be there all week, uh, working on Bigfoot four, trying to get it ready for the debut. Uh, so I'll be bouncing, you know, on Thursday, I'll get up there. And we actually had before the Bigfoot open house, we're having a little RC get together at the holiday, or I'm sorry, the quality Inn in Pacific, Missouri. We're just people that are just build RC trucks and cars and whatever. They want to do a display and in the parking lot. So we're going to do that on Friday. I'm bringing my trucks up for that. So kind of like really looking forward to all that. It's a little bit different than what we normally do at the races and um, dress code should be kind of (laughs) loose. So dress code going to be wearing my, my Bigfoot apparel going to have our own special shirt out there going to be giving away some special shirts might have to get you one of those. I think it'll be something you'll be interested. It'll look, it would look good on you. I think. Okay. Um, well, nothing really does look good on me, but that's interesting. All right. I'll give it a shot. I think, it's, I think this shirt, the special shirt is going to look good on you. It's going to be better <laughs> than my LA night shirt. What? Okay. I trust you. And so we got some good stuff going on. I'm uh, pretty excited for that. And then after that, we're going to uh, kick into the E. E Nationals, the E Roar Nationals, Wicked Weekend. Yeah, and uh, Jason, uh, Justin Juber says, Jason, are you coming to Rome, New York? Yes. Gotti says he might. Ooh, <laughs> uh, I am going. Yeah, Juber's trying to get me up there. Yeah, okay. I can. When? I can use you. Come on, man. We we can. Um... When is this? <laughs> <laughs> What is I think it's, it is the second weekend of July. I'm using my phone, so I don't have my calendar. No. But it, Juber will chime it, in. He'll give us the it's, dates. It's, it's the second or third weekend in July. But All right. I'm how far is there. Rome, New York for me, Jubert? Oof. 
he knows where I'm at. Okay. Um, yeah. Wow. So Jason that's the Thompson. E-Nationals. I always use the word might. Yeah. Just Juber says it's July something. <laughs> he doesn't even there know. You go. Juber, are you racing? I mean, uh, I don't even know if he's racing anymore now. It seems like he's it's like the second or third weekend of July. I, uh, is this? Yeah. Look it up, somebody. It doesn't matter. Well, I mean, Just I, let me I know, have Jason, it on my phone. And, uh, I need to find out. How, oh, it's four to five hours for me. Well, guess what? <laughs> You're flying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Eh, Jubert's not racing. I guess he's not racing anymore. Oh, man. Hmm. That's too bad. All right. Uh, Joe Zare saying, have a good night, boys. Good RC therapy, but not over, but not over it yet. Uh, he needs to write out a podcast of my own. Need to write out a podcast of my own. I'm not sure. Yeah, we wrote means. this one out. Yeah, we. Oh, okay, so he's saying, you know, yeah, plan for a well. podcast. Who the hell? Last time I did that was 2012. I think we ended the whole thing in 2013, and we just went on the fly. The days of planning out the pod. Oof. Joe needs to get us on his podcast. Can we go on there? Take over? I don't know. Have you you haven't been on the Ran Out of Talent podcast? No. We need to be on there, me and you. I don't know if you'd want me on there, but Yeah, we could take over. Okay. All right. Make it happen, Joe. We're <laughs> like, you mean our podcast? Yeah. Yeah. Don't write it out though. We don't we do things on the fly. We don't <laughs> hold on, hold on, let me get my script. all right well am i allowed to leave now jason i don't know i'm I'm just trying to i'm just trying to keep delaying you from going to play more video games (laughs) you already hit your quota today it was two hours so yeah i think i'm gonna go on the wayback machine because there's a lot more dates i want to go through to watch a lot more trinity stuff that check out the old trinity stuff it's uh, a sad day forget your shot don't forget to do a shot yeah anytime you say trinity Trinity, 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 Trinity. Oof, Oof. He's done. Poor Matt. Long live Trinity, John says. There you go. Well, we wish uh, Trinity the best of luck with Horizon. All the so. best of luck in the world. <laughs> all, the, all the best. I hope they do it right. Let's just put it that way. They, they, uh, they got to treat that name with a lot of respect. Appreciate everybody joining us. Catch you on the next one. Long live Trinity. The King. <laughs> <laughs>